the first thing Fitz said when he like landed and people were like walking up going, what happened? He goes, I should not have a plane right now. <laughs> he was like, this plane should be in pieces. Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast. Just to let you know, this is the audio stream from our live YouTube video for episode 160. Our show had a lot of visuals. We had some show and tell and, of course, our funny faces. Now, if you're driving, you can listen and enjoy it. But we recommend you go to our YouTube channel, RC Roundtable, and watch the whole show for yourself. Enjoy. Howdy, boys. Howdy, howdy. Let's move some people around here. There we go. Let's be above Terry. Yeah, now we're above. Then we look down on Terry. It's a story of a lovely lady. <laughs> three lovely girls. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I was starting to forget what you guys looked like. Yeah. I heard that. And that's, that's not a good thing? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> it's still squeaky. <laughs> Well, I got we to, lots to talk about, right? We do. I got to spend a lot of time with Fitz, so <laughs> recovery. <laughs> we've been we've been partying, man. And we didn't yeah, uh, kill each other. No, we were cordial. Actually, what we we could practice safe distancing because you actually moved down a couple of bits. So <laughs> when we we camped out at best, you were actually oh, yeah, two yeah, or three yeah. down further. So oh, really? There was a buffer between you. There was, yeah. Yeah, some That's other people came early, early to me. Oh. I would have been real early, but work got in the way, so I didn't wasn't able to make it until later in the day, and then a people a couple of people jacked my spot. Oh, this wasn't <laughs> a quarrel. This was <laughs> I could have been Yeah, we all many of us showed up on Thursday, so it was good. It was good. Oh, best was good. That's all right. I just give it that. Well, we're not ready for that yet. What's this I know, no I know. stuff? Oh, the Astros won in a nail biter. So Russell, thanks for sharing that. That that was for me, right, Russell? <laughs> or maybe for Fitz? Uh, maybe maybe Fitz is an Astros fan, but I'm definitely. Uh, yeah, that was the best golf game ever. Oh, <laughs> oh man, uh, that was great. The Astros came in, and Jordan earned his salary ten times fold. Man, oh man, three run bomb at the ninth inning, and we what, we beat the Mariners. First game. See the, the guy end. who reads the signals. What? Is he the guy who reads the other pitcher's signals? No, no, man, Terry, how dare you? No, I can fix Terry real quick by clicking this button. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about any of this horrible stuff that Terry's talking about. It's the band. I'm just gonna make sure if he doesn't behave, he's not coming back. All right, are you gonna behave? Uh So, I guess we're not ready to laugh about that yet. No, (laughs) no, all right. I'll tell you one thing the news, the announcers still aren't ready to talk about it because all they do is talk about our opposing team. And they felt they felt so bad for the Mariners for losing in the ninth inning. That's how that's how they ended the show. Who is eating a box of cereal? Fitz, what are you messing with? It is loud. (laughs) Really? That's a fitism right there. Can you hear that? Yes, Vince. We heard that. Well, sorry, what? A good microphone. Lucky yeah. charms. <laughs> oh, right, so we have lots of stuff. Shall we dig in? Go for it. Hello, everybody, for joining our show. I know it's last yeah, minute. Yeah. That's my fault. Uh, um, but I, we wanted to record. We just—it's been very difficult to get together. We've, we're we're traveling a lot, and uh, I know I'm going to be 
heading out this weekend for another camp out. So yeah, pesky kids always those, getting kids, away. those, those great kids of mine. So um, yeah, let's get started on a fun podcast. And guys, I'm monitoring the chat room. Feel free to throw us some questions or yeah, or I see a bunch chatter. of familiar names already. Yeah, let's have fun today. But I know we have stuff to talk about. So Terry, or excuse me, Derriere. Derriere. <laughs> Does anybody get mine? Does anybody get my name? Yeah, from Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know about the E, but Charles? Emerson Winchester, the uh, third. The third. There you go. Was that the haughty one? The haughty yeah. one? The haughty. H-A-U-T-Y, haughty. The, the guy with the pseudo-British accent. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, the New Englander. Uh, yes, yeah. a okay. very good surgeon, yes. Very good surgeon. <laughs> I we probably should go chronologically, but I don't know what the correct chronological order of events is. Although I think the fa is first. Oh, okay. That was a long time ago, right? Really? We haven't talked about that? No. Oh, dang it. I didn't That's put any uh, pictures up for I, that. I'll see. The, I think you shared photos either on Hobby View or RC Roundtable, right? Uh, yeah, Roundtable, I'll work, maybe? I'll work on it. You, you start talking about it, and I'll see if I can pull them up for you. But I do have a video on Hobby View. Uh huh. So something about it is fantastic flotilla of fun. My goodness, how hard is it to remember? Boat stuff, yes, boats and stuffs and things. And I was going to show a boat, but I haven't put them all away. So I had another boat event. Lee, you made it down, I think. Yes, you did. Yeah, and then a nice weather as well. I'm pulling up the photos right now. Here we go. Here, uh, it's a local event here in our area where I gather, and there's uh, Troy in his steam-powered boat, and there's uh, some sort of fishing trawler thing. I'll, I'll just keep going through the photos. You just yeah. talk about it. Uh, so there's uh, Troy's steam-powered. This is, uh, I think, a Midwest, if I remember correctly, uh, steam engine. I think a Dumas boat. Can't remember. Uh, another steamboat showed up. This, I think, it had two cylinders on this one. RC. This was pretty neat to see. So we had two steamers, and of course the fishing trawler again. This is a, this boat event has lots of mixed crowd. There is a free, free flying, free floating oh, sailboat. From that Charlie. was great. That that would did really. You know, like the previous fof, it was like riding the edge <laughs> the entire time. But this time, that sucker made the rounds. Yeah, I very rarely saw it on the edge. You just kind of you just set the sail, set the rudder, and let go, and it just was it did it, it went around the pond like a champ. Uh, a few random people, uh, Phil in their sailboats. There's Phil on the left there, uh, and I think that was John on the right. There's a tugboat. Is that uh, Kirk's? I think it is. Yes, that was neat because the cutting tower kind of popped up. The servo driven. There's a that's a real plane. We're right next to the Ellington Airport, so there was a, a steerman that was flying over. There was a drone. We have a drone squadron near us as well. So there was predator, a predator, right? predator drones. Yeah, yeah. I got to try to fly the simulator on that some a few months ago. Uh, so destroyer showed up. I think yeah, this that's still too. Yeah. Yes, and I had my. Uh, here's a pop pop boat. These are one of those things you put a candle in it, and it has some sort of weird convection thing, and it just it's free floating. You just and it, it literally sounds like it goes magic happens. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, one of my club members, RC playing club member, brought out his boat. Um, that's uh, and there's my little teeny tiny tugboat next to uh, Troy. Uh, no, um, Kirk's tugboat. Yeah. Speedboats as well. We have electric speedboats. There is Lee looking at his FPV. There you go. See, it's proof. Uh, proof of concept. 
Yes, it works. And there it is. Yeah, it was great. We had a fun time. It worked pretty good. Yeah, because I think as soon as I got there, I made sure it was on. Then I handed it to Fitz, and I yeah. Fitz running it for like five minutes. You know, he was having a good time. It was pretty neat. Yeah, a PV boat. You could drive around and grab stuff, and just kind of from a, from their point of view, it was pretty. It was, it was good work, Smither. Terry, did you see the video I put online on our YouTube channel? I did. Thank okay. you for finally pulling that together. I will. I will share a link uh, with everybody here in a second. We'll just keep going through photos. Uh, yeah, pretty quick because I'll just you know it's a lot of photos. Yeah, just lots of photos. Oh, there we go. Uh, this is my, my submarine. That's a plastic model conversion I made into a working submarine dynamic diver, and we had a lot of fun driving that around and <laughs> trying to chase, trying to catch it at one point. Yeah. Now, speaking of submarines, can you send me either the document because we found out that the link for Steve Neal's book, the sub RC submarines for dumbasses, forgot that that's a dead link. But, oh yeah, I keep forgetting yeah. that. Yes, I'll send me whatever you have. Yeah, I'll send it. I have a copy of it. I'll send it to you. I'll put a, throw it up on Dropbox or something. Cool. Uh, this is a, in the morning, so we already had a bunch of people that showed up. We're all kinds of boats, sailboats, power boats, tugboats, whatever, young and old. Uh, another real plane, a Texan, if I remember correctly, just flying around. Yeah. Oh, was that it? Yeah, was it? Okay. Yeah, I didn't take a whole lot of pictures. Just a few more, but it's a neat event. Uh, we just relaxing, totally free. Just bring with, float what you brought. And we had some entertainment with the aircraft flying around as well near the airport. There's a um, air museum that gives rides and stuff, so they fly around, and, and you never know what shows up. There's a NASA has planes there that show up and fly stuff around, and of course regular people fly their stuff. But you know we're there for the boats, and it's a real nice little pond that we we set sail and have a good time. Just something we do on every other month or so. And uh, yeah, I made a, a video on it on my YouTube channel. Uh, I decided I don't usually do this. I think this is the first time I actually put a video up of it. And you can see the boats, uh, just different things. There's my submarine kind of driving around. Uh, it runs better than it should. <laughs> well, it was great because I don't know if you had it in this video, but uh, it showed me trying to chase you and you just you went under the water and I lost you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the video somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so you get an idea how, you know, these, you know, these are not super fast boats. They're just kind of nice, relaxing. And there's uh, Troy starting up. He just flips it after the boiler heats up and it mm. got a single channel to, for steering and just, it just lets it go. And sits there runs for a little while. Every once in a while, he's got to bring it in to lubricate it. But other than that, he just kind of sits there and just butts, butts away for about five, 10 minutes on a sterno. And mm -hmm. on the left is the other steamboat, the white one. What's that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, they kind of get, get kind of close sometimes. You can see the steam coming out of the top there, out of the, the pipe. You see it? Uh, no. We had a, uh, had a, I don't know if it's a fireboat or a tugboat with a working water cannon. Uh, I don't know if it's on the I don't know if I had the video of that, but yeah, I think there's one yeah. there. So lots of stuff. We never, every time we have this event, something different shows up. So that white steamboat was, had never been there before. That was the first time. There is my little tugboat pushing. Uh, uh, Phil's uh, destroyer. They're both the same scale, one seventy second mm -hmm. scale. Yeah. So they're. This is how how big that tugboat really would be compared to the to the um, destroyer. That's I think it's a Fletcher Ooh. class destroyer. <laughs> no, no, we did it on purpose. He said, "Hey, why don't you go push me? Push me I over know. so I can." Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually pushing him around. Uh, I was kind of filming and pushing, so my my driving isn't all that great. But I actually was able to pull push him out so he can drive off, and he goes, "Thanks." thanks. Gives me a thanks and drives off. So give me a sense of scale. How big is that tugboat? Oh, that tugboat is probably what? Maybe six, seven inches long. It's not very oh, big. It's little, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a little so, teeny tiny thing. 
Is that the one that's powered by a servo motor? Yep, yep. I, I discombobulated a servo and used the drive components out of it to drive it. Uh, and it's a plastic model. Somebody converted it. There's an airboat from, uh, this is um, Don, Don White. Uh, okay. Terry? Is that a um, Stevens Aero waterboard? I think it is. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah. He, has one that he brings to the neat fair. That he's brought it out a few times. He's not going very fast with it at the moment, but he's, he's he brings it out pretty quite regularly. Uh, we, so we've had different types of airboats. We had one, one of the uh, ones that comes from Horizon. That's basically a uh, electricity to noise converter. Right. And there's this little kid who's driving this. Uh, what was he driving? A little tugboat or something? No, he did a pretty good job of it. Was it speed? I can't remember what he was driving. But was I mean, the kid is like three years old or something. We got yeah. some speed boats, some pretty high speeders. Lee putting in his FPV tug with the grappling arms. So, uh, I got him. Uh, what are that. the submarine shots here coming up? Uh, yeah, I think it may be coming up shortly. No, I should are, you, are you putting on FPV goggles? Oh, so uh, oh, so you put the you put your yeah, camera yeah. in the right. Put my camera in there. Here, let me let me back up a little bit. Yeah, go ahead, back that. up a little bit. Yeah. So there's a shot of the FPV. Really nice. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's what it looks like. Yeah, neat. And uh, I think I got kind of close to the the airboat there, or maybe I even hit it. No, no, I turned. It needs to be rescued. Uh, so there's a power boats. Power boats that tend to stay away from the slow runners. They go on the other side of the pond, and there's a catamaran kind of thing, and there's a uh, outrunner kind of. That one has the for real outboard. Uh, yeah. No, wait. I think it's a fake outboard. Yeah, okay. I think it's it, it's got a drive shaft, a flexible drive shaft, and stuff like that. If I correctly. Well, it's all anyway. contained in the outboard, or the motor's actually inside the hull. I think on that one, the motor is in the hull, if I remember correctly. Okay. Sure. Remember, I got that one Kyosho boat a few months ago that has a legitimate separate outboard that uses a flex shaft. Everything is oh, contained nice. in the outboard. Yeah, that'll be fun yeah. to play with. That would be. All right. But anyways, thanks, Steve. Oh yeah. Did yeah. we say episode one sixty? One sixty. This is episode one sixty. <laughs> what is that shot of a transmission transaxle or something? His icon, his avatar. I don't see it. Mine's blank. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, okay, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> yeah, so Foff was, universal joint. Foff was very fun. Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming down, and uh, we'll probably have another one around December time frame, I think. And I rescued, like, three boats that day. And right. I, for I forgot we need to mark the tugboat. Every time I break the hand, I'm supposed to put a mark on it. So It's not too I late. You can do that now. Yeah. Make it like I kind of upside down boat or something. <laughs> <laughs> what did they have on the submarines? Like the tip of a boat sinking? Like oh, yeah. Like the, just the tip of the hole at yeah. an angle as it's sinking backwards. Or That's what you need. All right. <laughs> All right. So before we move on to the next event, I'm sure. going to ask the question that I'm sure everybody else is thinking. Why does your Corsair only have two blades on the propeller? Hold, hold that thought, Fitz. <laughs> Good eye, Smithers. Good eye. <laughs> come back Good eye, later. Watson. Yes, we can talk about that later when we get we'll to talk best. about it later. <laughs> I was we there. Got, we, we got a couple of really good stories from Best. At not least only, yeah, I was going to say, not only I was there, but I documented that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, working on that video now, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. Did it turn out okay? Did you see? The, did you watch the footage? Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 fine, thank you. Okay, good. good. Yeah. That was fun. And I just, right. I like Sparky. Well, <laughs> Sparky's response the whole time was great. So we'll talk about it. He's good for commentary. He is, yeah. yeah. And input, yeah. 
All right, so we'll we'll table that one for now. Okay. Um, I assume you guys have a fair bit to talk about for best, so I'm going to try to well, hurry us through these other things. Is it best or bomber? What's well, bomber first? Wasn't it? Yeah, bomber. Well, was yeah, bombers ahead. before best, but that the propeller is a best story, right? It's a best story. Okay, so we'll make sure we save a good chunk of time at the end for that. So the next event, if I, I recall, correctly, guys, we got tons of stories from best. <laughs> Well, do you want to you want to share some stories, Carrie? I mean, you want to give us some updates on your your digs? Um, there's not much to tell there. My workshop is slowly, slowly, slowly coming together. Um, but yeah, I'll let you know when it's a significant change. How about that? Okay. I've got stuff on the workbench that I'm dealing with, but I'm working on them with boxes packed and always digging around looking for the supplies I need. So. It's not settled yet, and that's okay. Hey, look who joined us. Hey, Kirk. We will talk about Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to go down the list of events here. I think the next one is the event that I went to up here in Wisconsin, and I'm going to have to look at the name of the club again. I, I'm horrible at that. Um, the Rock River Aero Modelers Flying Circus. So that was an event a few weeks ago. Rock River. Yeah. That uh, our buddy Phil Hinkle, a member of that club, he invited me down there. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's about a two and a half hour, three hour drive for me. Uh, but I went down there on the Saturday and mm. it's a pretty big event. I got there a little before lunchtime, maybe 1030. And I was parked at the end of the flight line. There's Phil all the way down. Uh, so there was a lot of people there, very eclectic mix. Yeah, look of, at that. Wow. Are those the big T28s? The, yeah, those are the, the big ones. Easy's. Yeah, wow. They were doing formation flights, which I thought was very brave because they had four was in the air at the same time, all the same color scheme. Wow. So historically. How big was this uh, B24? B24. Oh, this, that's this the flight line. Yeah. Oh, the flight line? Okay. Yeah, that's Phil's. Actually, there were that's two right. of them. One's Phil's, one's wow. somebody else's. But... So the weather looks a little murky. Was it kind of cloudy? Rain it was. Or something? I didn't see the sun all day. Um, it was nice, light breeze, good flying weather. Well, How many models of the Grumman Guardian do you see? Uh, yeah. None. Yeah, so there was one there, and it flew well. I understand it was a control line, popular in control line days, but mm, yeah. But that one was very much RC. So they did some neat stuff. They had a bomber Ooh, flight. They had a fighter that. flight. You know, where they were just do gaggles. Um, this was a turbine-powered helicopter that did a couple demos. And when I pulled him to park, I don't know if you saw the B-36 on one of my flight line photos, but there's a nice big B-36 there. Um, that one's just for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> is Adam with us? Because if he's not, I think we should explain what this is. Or why no, he's, on the, he's on the floor Adam. having convulsions. <laughs> he just got off line. Right. <laughs> he just rage quit the, the stream. <laughs> Terry, go ahead and fill them in. Well, we're talking about Adam Drain, who was our guest, what, two episodes ago? It seems forever. The guy who's involved with full-scale B-17s, one of his pet peeves is when people weather B-17s that they put streaking on what is essentially just an air outlet, right? Yeah. Really sure. B-17s don't have stains there, yeah. according yeah. to him. This so, is bad. 
<laughs> you're, you're in, the inside of your wing is on fire if you're <laughs> do not do not add these stains and that's just and you know what it's education because adam has taught us that so i probably never would have thought of that until adam just like you could just see it in his face stop adding stains here yeah, that was <laughs> never on my radar i never questioned it until he learned us better yeah so he's right he's a do not put stains there yeah so that's unfortunate but yeah anyway yeah, and that's uh, Phil's Corsair. Uh, oh, meter? I don't remember. But yeah. Nope, there's another photo. Oh, there it is. It's a wine. Oh, that's nice. the same one. Yeah. Yeah. So there's more photos. Oh, there's Adam. There's the B36. Yeah, there's the um, B36. <laughs> That's pretty snazzy. Hold on. I got to do a still of this so we can capture this for our, yeah. our cover and just yes, have Adam's comment right there. <laughs> oh, man. Adam, feel free to, to chime in and be more specific on why this is bad in the comments. So <laughs> educate others. But thank well, you, now, Adam. There's probably for some people listening that own B-17s that have that sort of weathering. They're going to go back and erase it now. See, Adam, you can fix this. You can help these people with B-17s uh, fix their woes. That's okay. Sprinkle some holy water on them. All is forgiven. It, it's fine. It's an yeah. understandable sin. So so how big was this B-36, roughly? Uh, if I had to guess, that's about a six-foot span. Oh, okay. Yeah, sizable. It ain't no plywood overcast. It is not. No, no. Then no. what, 72 inches? Oh, there you go. Get your pair. No, uh, bigger so uh, oh, anyway, nice. I, was here. I took, of Pair. course, I took some odd things. I had um, my micro pair. There you go, Adam. Look, gang. no stains. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this gets Adam's stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I? Wow, do? that's really nice. Yeah, and they flew yeah. very well in a scale-like manner. Oh, that's oh. interesting uh, mix of stuff. Yeah. Fitz yeah. is happy. Yeah, I see a nicely weathered zero in the Raphael. Is that Raphael? Looks like. And, uh, I think so. Yeah. T33. Yeah. T33 and uh, A10. And it looks like a Starfighter. No Starfighter. Interesting. Mark is for a P51. I said captured two. one. Yep. Black Widow. Yep. P61. Uh, There's the Guardian again. Did you need details on a Guardian? Was it, I guess it was a scratch build from some plans or something? I don't know any details. And that, that next picture was just wrong. You see what he did? What do you mean wrong? No, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, but the, the motor right there. All right. Yeah. So this triggers another small world story for me. So yeah. I told you I was parked at the end of the flight line and set up my little area. So the person <laughs> next to me, this was one of his models. Um, his name is Ryan. And this, I don't know what the size of it is. I think it's one third of the original size of a buzzard bombshell. And it's a kit that he produces, and what's his company? Prairie Aero? Prairie Aero Designs, I believe. Um, but that motor mount is a 3D printed thing. It's kind of like the thing that Willie Nillies does with the 049. But yeah, this is, yeah. What is that? That's older than that. It's maybe a, no, that's an ignition well, engine. Yeah, I'm not sure what ignition. it is. When maybe I was talking back? about it, I said, hey, that's a cool diesel. And then later on, I was thinking, maybe it wasn't a diesel. No. Maybe it's maybe an old Wenmac or something, or older than that, maybe? What's that? Maybe an old Wenmac? Oh. It's obviously uh -oh. not supposed to be an exact replica, but it certainly gives the illusion. And the model yeah. looked really good. I didn't get to see it, it fly. I think it was a little bit too windy for that. Um, but you can go to his website. We'll have to put it in the, the release notes. But I believe it was Prairie Aero Designs. 
and he had a few other things. So neat stuff, neat guy. And the small world part of this is that I had spoken with Ryan before because he had done a really nice old timer model that I featured on Dubro's page. So he had posted pictures on Facebook. I reached out to him and we shared photos, did all that. And then not till the end of the day of being at this event did we put the all the pieces together and figure out that we had interacted before. So tiny world. All right, all right keep moving. What's next? Ooh. Yeah, nice triplane. That was electric. And I believe it was a Balsa USA version. Oh, and this oh, was for Fitz. Yeah, this was an ESM. You're going to have to help me with this. Um, Zeta, the, uh, it's a... Key 84. AI 100? No, 84. 84, okay. I think it's going yeah. Key 84. Hayate, I believe. Frank, yeah. That's Okay. You don't see too many of those around. No, you don't. And that's okay. why they were putting it together close to me. So I took this picture. And then later on, they had it all together. And it's uh, gas-powered. Mm. And I spotted for the person who was flying it. And it flew really well. Um, unfortunately, on landing, there was a little bit of an incident. And it didn't seem like much. But he bounced it. And then on the return to the runway, uh, the, I don't know what happened, really. But the struts like went through the wing and broke the spar. And Oh, yeah, oh it, man. <laughs> it was... Uh, Pretty bad damage know. for what seemed like a pretty benign incident, but yeah, yeah. Oh I, man, I don't know it if you happens. want to repair it or not. Was that Lee? It happens. Oh, yeah, there's Ryan. So that's the full scale of that buzzard bombshell. Oh, I thought it was bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, little tiny little guy. <laughs> well, yeah. it's intended to be indoor slash park flyer version on a two cell uh, and a. Well, and just a friendly reminder, all these photos that we're showing, if you want to see higher resolution, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, RC Roundtable, and pull up these in the uh, photo album. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at my other monitor, and there's you can zoom in a lot more because our buddy Terry took some high-resolution photos, so they're really nice. There you go. helicopters. <laughs> I think what I uploaded to... Ooh. Um, Ooh, is that down to like 1920, but... I, I assume that was a mosquito. There's the stuff I took. That's Terry. No, yeah. Out of mosquito. yeah, look at that. You so, know, that's Terry stuff. I yeah. think we, we did. We talked before well, we about the Sonic normal. Liner, the Multiplex Sonic Liner that I picked up recently. No, I flew it at the club here in Green Bay for its remaiden. Okay. And so the flights here would have... Did I fly it once or twice? I don't remember. But it would have been subsequent to that. And... I'll refresh your memory here. Instead of the Speed 400s, it has two little Hi-Max inrunners with, I think, five-inch props, maybe six-inch props, and I'm running it on a three-cell 3200. So it's, I think, 11 or 12 ounces lighter than it would have been stock with gospel wow. power, at least three times the power. Yeah, three-quarters of a pound. Did you put differential in it? What's that? Did you put differential in it? I did. Um, and it's strangely not that effective. I'm not so, surprised. The waters are really not that far apart. So yeah. Not much. Yeah, so what are your overall thoughts of it? Um, it's forward. an interesting airplane to fly. It's um, orientation can be a little bit of a challenge just because of it. It's an odd shape in the air. And every time I've flown it so far, it's been completely overcast. So you don't get much <laughs> contrast with the stuff that's on the top. So um, it's actually easy to fly, but you do have to keep your eyes on it and, and stay with it. 
Um, again, gobs of power, it'll climb straight up and accelerate and go till you chicken out. Um, there is some throttle, I should say speed pitch coupling. The faster you go, it wants to climb. And if you trim mm. it out for a moderate speed, then you have to retrim it at higher or lower speeds. But anyway, it's a fun airplane to fly. Of course, it gets a lot of attention. Needs um, rockets. <laughs> it does not. It has rockets already. And the interesting thing to me is, obviously, it was designed to fly on what's two-speed 400s, like 120, yeah. 150 watts. Um, when you put, <laughs> on a good day. Yeah, when you put three times that in there, it's loosey-goosey. I don't think there's a spar in there. And that hatch for the top, the whole fuselage. So it's just, it's not really strong enough for the power that it has. Um, so interesting. It's, it's not a pattern ship by any means, but I like it. It's fun. It's interesting. And I'll keep flying it. That's all that matters. You yeah. enjoy it. And you'll notice on the top right is my old Great Plains right flyer. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's an old kit from what, 20 years ago. Um, I dug that out and flew it. And I forget just how much attention that thing gets. I could have a... I don't know what an airplane shaped like a dragonfly powered by ladybugs. But if the right flyer is there, that's what people are going to ask me about. <laughs> and so I did a flight that it slides off the, they had a Petromat runway there. So it'll do a sliding takeoff of that. And it still has the brushed geared motors in it. The only power system change I did was to use a two cell lipo. So it flies nice and people just interested to see it do anything really. So Anyway, that's my fleet, and um, I had a good time. Thanks, Phil, for inviting me. And you guys will be interested to know that I took some loot from Dubro to donate to their raffle. And among that loot was a new product called Quicksands. And Lee, you should be interested in Quicksands. Yes. Because they're basically the, it's the same design as the old sanding bar. What are they called? Easy Touch, something like that. I think so. So um, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory on that. Um, Great Plains or Hobbyco was bought out by Horizon. And then they kind of consolidated their hardware and tool stuff then. And then at some point, I guess they decided what they were going to keep and what they weren't. And there was this semi-trailer truck full of stuff that they didn't want to carry anymore. And so Dubro bought that and sold a lot of it off on their website as a scratch and dent kind of thing. Well, among that loot was some of the original Great Plains Sanders, and they sold like hotcakes. It was crazy how much people wanted those. And so that spawned the idea, hey, maybe we need to make these again. So that's what happened. And that was in the middle of the pandemic, and it was hard to find places that could extrude that stuff to make it the same way. But it finally came through, so they are now available in the 5.5 and 11-inch links, and for those wondering, yes, the 22-inch is going to be coming out as well at some point in the future. Woohoo! So, you sand somebody. Yep. And no, we are not currently planning to do the contoured version that does leading edges and yeah, papered stuff. But so, anyway, so that was that. That's uh, what did I call it? Rock River Air. Help me here. Rock River Aeromodelers Flying Circus. Sure. Thank you, Phil. I had fun. I hope to go back next year. Um, what was after that? I've got to swap me. Probably Bomber Field would have been either that same weekend or right after. 
So tell me about Bomber Field, y'all. Our buddy Chris was there. Yes, he was. Go Fitz. Oh, he put out a video today of his A7. Holy cow, that thing is fast. Yeah, Fitz, you yes. took the footage, didn't you? That was that was actually my footage. Oh wow, man, the that's video, yeah. looking. It was. That was a, that was a sweet flying airplane. He uh, it thing scooted along quite nicely. Of course, mm -hmm. I think it's got a twelve cell setup. If I remember correctly, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's all electric. Uh, A7 um, for Jet Hitter Hobbies. A7 Slough. I think it's a ninety <laughs> millimeter fan in it. You broke up. What was that? What does slough stand for? Slow, ugly, fast, no, something. Fat. <laughs> fella. Oh, yeah, fat fella. Fast or fat fella? I think fat, right? Fat. Well, the first yeah. one is slow, so. Slow, ugly, and I think the first one is fat, and the second one is use your imagination. Yeah. So there's Bomber Field, Monteville, Texas. A glorious place to fly model airplanes. It's been there over 30 years. It's got, uh, I don't know, runway main runway is like 700 feet long. Mm -hmm. Paved it with a long grass strip, even longer grass strip, and there's an area for fighting tanks. And it used to be a pond kind of thing, but it looks like it's it's no longer ever going to be a pond anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> although the parking lot is a pond sometimes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, this was. Uh, did, did you take this Friday or Saturday, Lee? Do you know? I uh, don't remember. It probably was Saturday. I think it looked like this from like Thursday on. It looked like this. It was just packed. Uh, they had a really good crowd. I had some numbers. I can't remember. It was 100 and something, 140? Very close to 150. So we'll say 150. Yeah. 149. <laughs> 40 something, 47. That seems to be the number that pops in my head. But mm -hmm. uh, they, yeah, they had a really good turnout this year. Uh, and, and that's just pilot. They got more airplanes. Uh, and this is a great place. You can see there's a bleacher stadium seating for visitors on the top there, top left. And it uh, looks like a kind of a morning shot. You see uh, a B-29. You got a couple of uh, uh, OB-10 Broncos. Those are, these are the big um, uh, the Hangar 9 ones. Yeah. And they actually flew them in formation. Uh, you got jets, HSD, jet, I think that's a turbine. Let me just go through the slideshow. Just talk about your fond memories of it. Because, uh, I mean, we got so many photos. And there's a video you put out that I'll try to bring up in a second. Because you did a highlight reel, which is really really nice. Yes, I did. Yes. Bummer field. So, yeah, we had a great flight. A lot of thing, activities going on. We had uh, gaggles, some really rare aircraft to, to fly. Um, Shout out uh, to Legend Hobby for sponsoring. Yeah, Legend Hobby. Legend yeah, Hobby had a, a, uh, a, a one gaggle. Um, uh, what's the name for the A1? Uh, there's Skyraider. That's it. Skyraider gaggle. Uh, yeah, I brought I know that planes. Uh, that there's uh, yeah. I had an issue with my valley wouldn't start. Yeah, I couldn't fly it. Uh, and then there's Chris Wolf and his son. Uh, do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. Lee, I'm terrible with names. I think. But they, they, yeah, they drove all the way up from Tennessee. Tennessee. And. Uh, and there's uh, Michael with his 747 HSD. That was pretty neat to see that fly. It's a big mother. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of batteries in that sucker, but it flew great. Actually, I don't know if I have bad. I have photos that I took, but uh, that, and I, I'll try to get the photos I took and I sent to Michael. But you don't see many 747s bank <laughs> 80 degrees. So <laughs> you're so on video funny. saying you had a funny comment when you did the turn and he goes. The passengers are saying, you know, pilots saying to the passengers on your left, you see the ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had that sucker in one heck of a, an angle there. Yeah, but he felt yeah. like a champ. Yeah. There's a big giant. Uh, Here, I'm um, sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you describe. Uh, 
tiger cat. Uh, tiger cat. That's tiger it. Yeah, cat. that was big. I mean, that's that's a monster. It's probably good. Huge, yeah. Uh, so this Barry. is a big giant. There's a uh, Barry with his B seventeen. Uh, and well, lots of B-17s. This one, I believe, won one of the yep. prizes because it had a very amazing um, flat metal finish. This is all metal. That's not that's not covering as far as like you know monocoat or anything like that. So we talked to him a little bit. And he said, "Yeah, that was a lot of fun putting that on." Not, <laughs> but uh, he did. He got a reward for it, so it was uh, it paid off. And he flew it a bunch of times, so it was not a hanger queen. All right. Yeah, he was a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah it was. His name, was Ryan, his name is Brian Lockhart. Okay, got it now. I know the name. Okay. Yeah. But we have a video uh, from AMA that you guys can watch on the AMA Facebook page. It's a live show we did with Chris and Fitz walking around, but worked, yeah. worked out great. And I, I don't know if you got the joke, Fitz, but when I gave you guys the mics to go walk around, when you guys got a certain distance from me, I couldn't hear what you guys were saying. So when you guys started talking to him, some guy started up a, a plane behind me or next to me, and I just saw you guys talking. I was like, well, I hope it's a good story. And then I didn't hear it <laughs> until after I had it uploaded. So then I got to listen to the interview. And that was such a great interview you guys did with Ryan. I mean, he was so good at describing all the work. And Chris, you and Chris uh, and, you know, and Ryan just were working great together. So if you guys haven't heard the interview of the gentleman who built this and described it, go to the AMA Facebook page and pull up that video. Yeah, yeah. Chris was uh, Chris Wolf was a great champ following us around talking. He did a real good job. He's got the, he's got the knack for it. Uh, Chris Wolf, aka RC Geek, if you watch his YouTube stuff. Uh, so yeah, there's some some library and in paneling, rivet detail. It's, it was really, really nice. The more you looked at it, the more stuff you saw. Yeah. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put fuel here. Man, you took a bunch of pictures of it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's a bunch of bombers. There's, there's several B-17s, um, B-24, a couple of the B-24s. And well, it is called uh, the B-17 and Big Bird. Yeah. <laughs> so, there was no shortage of bombers. Well, that one was electric-powered. Uh, yeah, there was at least one or two electric-powered. So, I had an opportunity. A guy, uh, was it a P-36? Uh, one? guy... Yeah, there was a there was a guy who had a um, a B twenty five electric powered that oh look at all the radials in that sucker. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll go back. Well, I went for the whole. Thing. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Uh, so I had an interesting time. Um, uh, yeah, that's um, uh, Fort Worth. Grant Schroeder. Yeah, Schroeder. That's it, Mister Grant. Great. It's always neat to see him fly that plane because he flies it sort of like a pattern plane oh he's a great uh, he had that thing did yeah. you know that he got that thing up to 185 miles an hour downwind oh really gosh. it was that fast yeah oh gee mama it was a bullet man so anyways uh i was uh kind of conscripted to help this guy with his uh, electric b25 which is oh about. i remember that story yeah yeah and um so he wanted he had never flown it before and we wanted to run it up to see what it felt like he had a problem with his elevator we fixed that we ran it up and the power felt okay but the plane was kind of high and I think that's it. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, nice, very nice model. Uh, so we went to go and try to take it off. And I got about halfway down the run runway and I realized, yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't just you. Everybody watching was going, hey, Fitz, why don't you just slow it down? We ain't going to take off. And yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's how it was running. Yeah, I just wasn't going to yeah, it's electric. Yeah, okay. twin electric motors. Oh, just twin, not running six uh, L. It just wasn't. It wasn't enough power for it. It's its weight. So I backed <laughs> off and uh, boarded the takeoff, and 
the guy says, yeah, uh, I asked him, do you have other props you can try? And ultimately, he's, he, he, he took it home and says, hey, I'll, I'll put it on a watt meter. Oh, and he's, he, he, he said he's going to send me some um, numbers. Uh, I, I saw him at a swap meet recently, and he said, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on a watt meter and give you some numbers. Okay, but we, we have to talk about this B25 and the end of Saturday. And awards. Oh, <laughs> I hope you guys, those of you who are in the chat room, this part is worth listening to. Oh my God. Because you got to look at this plane and your buddy fits in the corner of the window and then hear what happened Saturday after the event. Okay. So they, they give out the awards and um, they you know, go through the award thing. And I'm just sitting here. I'm just waiting. Say, eh, okay. I'll, I'll hang around. And they, <laughs> they, they call my name and said, Oh, yeah. And, um, Best electric. Uh, for best electric, <laughs> he's going. Walker. Hold on, can I pull? Wait, wait, let me see if I can zoom in on you. I got to solo you. Put pull it up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I won an award for best uh, second place, best electric, and I'm thinking it's for my BV one four one. I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'm not surprised. It's kind of a neat plane. And he goes for flying the B twenty five. Like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, come again. <laughs> I was, like, yeah, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, uh, number one is not mine. Number two, it didn't fly. But why did you get this? Why did you still get to keep the mug? Because I said, uh, okay, well, you get it for the BB 141. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, How many times do you get an award for a plane that's not yours and didn't fly? <laughs> Yeah, I got no one for Plato's that's not mine and didn't fly. Anyway, I, it was, I know you guys may not appreciate it, but it was hilarious for me to watch them. You know, it was, this, was like, like, this is like, I don't like, I bring a B25. Yeah, I was like, did I hear you right? Did the, did the, <laughs> what? Anyway, they, they saw you with the plane and they just thought maybe you yeah. were taxiing back. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess they thought it flew and I was taxiing back. So, anyways, uh, yeah, in fact, there's like BB one for one in the background, yeah, and access powers and so that's the what valve. One, that's what one for second place. Yeah, the one in the background there, uh, yeah. the, the asymmetrical German plane. Looking surfboard so. in the front. Surfboard. The wing oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny because I had not flown this plane for quite a while. It's been hanging up for probably a couple of years or so. And I figured, you know, I really need to fly this thing again and bring it down, do some quick, now that I found the wingtips, find some, do some quick uh, TLC on it. Did we talk about that on the show? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good story. Those are the ones that went missing. Had a happy ending. In the garbage. Yeah, I thought my father-in-law had thrown them away, but uh, it turns out I did find them later in a, in a corner, dark corner somewhere. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, it's me playing to fly. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to crash build them. So, anyways, uh, and these OV tens. Oh, okay. this one won as well. This DC three. I think he won something. Best twin, maybe or something. Um, I can't remember. I, mean, I don't know. It may have won for. Oh, maybe it was twin. I want to say yeah. it was post World War II because I think it, this is after the war. So I think it was a post World yeah. War II. So the yeah. same owner as the aluminum B seventeen. Yes, okay. Ryan Lockhart. Thank you. And by the uh, way, we have a video. I know I'm interrupting. I feel like I'm doing Terry's thing when he always like explains what an abbreviation is or what does best stand for? Lee, do they know what it is? So Ryan, who built this DC3, we have a great video on our social media video channel. So yes, it's on our TikTok page and it's on our Instagram. And uh, I think we also have it on Facebook because I think I, I recorded it live from Facebook. But I have a flight video of this and it's 
taken off. It's gotten some really good shares and a lot of good mm -hmm. compliments. So it's worth watching that short little video of this DC3. Uh, yeah, well, actually, it should be a uh, C-47. Well, that's a good question because when I look up this plane, it actually comes up as a DC-3. Yeah, it doesn't have the bubble. Really? I don't know. Yeah, no. yeah so I, I did that research too. I was almost going to say C-47, but they actually considered a DC-3. It may not have the armor plating on the bottom too. Yeah. <laughs> I should note that he flew it really well. He flew it a bunch of times. And one thing I noted, because I remember hearing, uh, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or something, about how to land a real DC-3. And it looked like he emulated that when he was flying it as well. Yeah, nose, push that nose down on the brakes. Yeah. 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 They don't land at a three-pointer, and they don't land and try to get the nose down. You land, and you keep the nose level, and you hit the brakes, like Lee was saying, to keep the, the, nose, the tail up. Until you run out of airspeed, and then you or run out of you know control speed, and then you let the tail down, and he had, that's what he was doing. He, he'd land, and you can see him putting a little bit of down elevator in it, and it just kind of run flat. You can see my hand here, run flat for quite a while until it was almost out of speed, and then it finally would drop down. So, hey Fitz, do you have footage of the DC three flying in your video? Yes, I do. All right, so I'm going to pull bit. this off because we're going to speed things up a little bit, and why don't you guys chat? I'll see if I can pull that video link so people can find it. Okay, two questions for you, Fitz. Yeah. First, did you think that the DC-3 flew relatively scale-like? And I ask that because most of them that I've seen, like the Zeroli ones, which are pretty big, they seem to fly much too fast. I'm trying to remember. I think it did fly a little on the fast side. Um, I mean, he wasn't doing loops and rolls with it, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, probably a little faster in scale, but not. I don't think it was egregiously so, but you can okay. check the video. I don't remember. Um uh, I was more impressed with his landings and, <laughs> yeah. and he was doing little passes and stuff. So I don't remember where it is on the video. Uh, it may take a while to find it. It's, the video ended up being pretty long. Yeah, there's uh, uh, Michael, Mike's, Mike's uh, 747. Wow. That thing's got quick. some guts. Look at it climb. Yeah, it's got a lot of power. It was pretty speedy. It zipped around quite well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we can see the top of the plane from the pits. <laughs> All right, question yeah. two. How was the pizza? I didn't have any. Oh, it was it wasn't bad. There's enough there's there a, to feed a small town, right? They got through quite a bit of it. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, are you gonna really eat all this? And I'd say at least four fifths of it was gone by the end of the end of the day or whatever. All right. Uh so it was okay. It was not too bad. It was were there any spec uh, how much it weighed or the diameter or anything? I, I think it was eight foot diameter, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Uh there's Chris Wolf's uh two seater Sky Raider. Okay. Is that electric? A little bit of a bounce. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it had a sound system. You can hear it on the video. Yeah. I've had those. Neat. I've seen those. I've never yeah. had one or seen one that really impresses me. Ooh. That one was fairly loud. Here's a nice uh, wildcat. I don't remember seeing. Did that fly? I think it did. There's a local jokester, uh, Daryl. Um, Daryl. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was saying something silly, so I kept it in the video. And by the <laughs> way, just a reminder, guys, this is on Hobby View's channel. This is Fitz's YouTube channel. So look it up right there, find it, and then look at all his uh, fun videos. But this one's shared on his channel. Yeah, there's. Oh, there's my uh, BV. My footage. We'll show my yes. footage. Thank you, Lee, for photographing. I think it's the only time I've ever videoed it. I think Terry had taken some stills, I think, before, but I don't think yep. I've ever had any video. Uh, so, actually, pretty easy plane to fly. It's got some minor quirks, but other than that, it's actually quite 
it's got a fairly light wing loading and uh, and it's, it's neat to fly around here. I, I pull a loop with it, I loop and roll it and that kind of stuff. Do you have any so, corrections when you go vertical? Uh, when I do loop it, it does need a touch of aileron because there is some roll coupling with the, that half elevator. It's very minor, but uh, you can do it without it, but it does help. I feed it. I can't remember um, if I put in a little <laughs> left aileron or something. Hey, hey Fitz, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. We've got a BB141 story coming up. Yeah, coming best. up. Y'all stay tuned. It's a, it's a good <laughs> don't, one. Don't leave. You got to stay. We'll, we'll try to get things moving to best, but that's a great story you don't want to miss. Let's say that my nickname here hints at it. <laughs> and for those of you uh, listening without the benefit of video or photos, the BV-141 was the uh, relatively famous asymmetric German observation plane from World War II. Yeah. Oh, it was kind there, of you go. there you go. All right. Good timing. So there's the, uh, the, the DC-3 slash C-47. Uh, and he does his takeoff run there. Uh, I'm not to sit here and let people watch videos while we're talking because talking in story time. So I'll just you just kept talking. I'm going to go fast forward through a couple of clips. But the DC okay, so you, so you can get the idea how fast it flies. So it plays, you know, it's a scale model, so it flies a little. And there's a we have an eight foot pizza that they put into this guy. Uh, uh, has a giant pizza oven that he'll load up with uh, with wood and and uh, propane, and it took a bunch of people to put it in. So we all gather around and, and, and slid the pizza into the thing. My Gliables B24, mm -hmm. reborn. Was that intentional to start reborn. on the grass and transition to the. Uh, yeah, it's a little squirrely on takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He almost ran to the fence earlier. So yeah, he, <laughs> he moved it out further out. Oh, um, well, okay. So he rebuilt it. He had an incident. He rebuilt where it, he yes. Had a fence, not that's only there. a few flights after he finished rebuilding it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's back. back up and running. Yeah, it was good. He flew it several times. Uh, although I think he lost his nose gear on one of the last flights. Uh, we had a, several B-25s you see taken off here. That was a Gaspard one. Of course, you're, you're a bunch of different warbirds. This, this, this event has lots and lots and lots of warbirds. Here you go. Here's some There's fun. Sky right here. Here's a, yeah, a little <laughs> bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> oh, but wait. Um, wait, because what you have is right here. Yeah, we, we lost one. That looks like a totaled. He had landing gear problems, and you can see him trying to do rolls and stuff to get the gear down. And I think he got a little too aggressive with trying to get the gear down and, and, and stall spins it in the pattern. Oof. Big, giant turbine, F-16. There's several turbines that flew there today, including a really aerobatic. There it is. This has thrust vectoring. You can see it's spinning like a top. This guy flew it really, really well. Very well. And uh, with a smoke system. And it was just a joy to watch this thing fly. Uh, <laughs> a little spiral down, and he'd do square loops with it. He'd do uh, these kind of spins and, and, and flips and that kind of stuff. It was, uh, I think, technically, it's a is it a Eurofighter? No, I think it's a J10. Uh, but uh, yeah, here's this kind of a square loop. His first attempt was a little wobbly, but he did it in another one that was really nice. So he did a nice show. Uh, Chris Wolf has the whole show on his channel on the RC Geek. He did the he filmed the whole spiel, but uh, anyways. So, yeah, um, we had a great time at Bomber. Um, Lee, did you fly anything? I don't remember. I don't think you did. Did you? You didn't bring anything. What? So he, Why not? Yeah, but he, he took spent his time photographing. I, and I was labeling. taking pictures and video and stuff. I just put the link for the, uh, I don't know if you guys can grab it, but in the chat room, I did a link back to the B-17 video. And I was taking stuff for Fitz, too. So I, I was having a grand old time. We had a good time. 
Oh, also, Lee, it's your fault, man. I'm blaming oh. you. For what? You 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 could have taken a day off or something, but you had to work on Friday, and we had to get there late. And I had a, as I was walking up, there's this this guy walking from somewhere. Oh, here, just bought. <laughs> yeah, we saw. Okay, yeah, because I saw. I was like, "Holy smokes!" The guy said, "I just bought it." I was like, "Oh man!" But like the one thing I would have yeah. bought instantly. This guy had just bought for apparently a really really good price too. Yeah. Uh, somebody built. Uh, you know what a Shinden is? J seven Shinden. Oh yeah. Canard. Yeah, yeah. You, you never see them. And this guy had two of them. One was partially built. One was basically completely built, but it was like a forty size, kind of smallish. And it looked like it'd be a lot of fun to get in the air. And them guys walking up with them was like, "You saw those? Like, no, I just bought them." <laughs> you didn't try to talk him out of one of them? Uh, kind of, sort of. He's a local guy, so I see him every once in a while. So uh, yeah, you'll end uh, up I, I told him. I told him to give me first dibs on on it and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, no, Paul, <laughs> you can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paul, thanks for joining us. Hey, we also got uh, the free flight society here. Not much free flight at Bomber, by the way, unless the engine kill died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thanks, okay, guys. Are we done with Bomber? Um, I think so. I, mean, I guess so. Great. So, so I was gonna say I have I still have uh Saturday I've gone through Friday's pictures. I didn't share them. I'm just shipping the other pictures, but uh, I now have to work on Saturday's pictures, so I'm way behind. So yeah, I, I need to get those posted so I can share everybody. But yeah, it was a really good time and glad we got to see Chris out there and uh you know fits the the video. Thanks again for doing the AMA video for me. But no, yeah, the, the weather wasn't too bad. The our friends from Mexico were there having a grand old time. Uh, they yeah. won several awards, so it was nice that, that they could hang out. Did, and did you see there was a young lady with them that was flying his biplane, a spat or something? I well, I know they started clapping and stuff. You know what the story behind that? Well, is? I know it's David Fernandez's daughter, and and so I know him just from previous years. And I think maybe this was one of the first times she flew, but because she flew it, she won an award. So I think oh, she oh, won nice. the World War One uh, pilot award. Yeah, it was a very nice looking. I think it was a spad. Yeah. It's in my video at the very end, but I, you know, I did know the story behind it. I haven't talked to them. I don't know who's running the Facebook page for, for Bomber. Um, I don't know if it's Barry, uh, but if it is, we I know they took photos of all the winners. So maybe go look online, guys, see if they have them, and you can see some more photos. I'm sure they're probably resharing uh, photos and videos from other people that were there. There were quite a lot of photographers. <laughs> hey, Fitz, by the way, did you happen to – I don't think so, but did you happen to see me when I was on the grass? Uh, I think it was Friday on the flight line laying down, taking – low shots and one of the OV10s nearly ran me over. Yeah, that's on the video. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to dig that up. Video. I wasn't I mean if you saw that, I wasn't nervous at all cuz I, you know, I was just going to roll out of the way, but I was down low and that thing just it was going down the runway just turned right at me. It was like beelined at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, how close was it to you? Uh, 2 feet. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Cuz I was recording the landing. Yeah, it was arm's like it stopped arm's length for me. Yeah, and people start shouting, heads up, heads up. I was like, what? They're like, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was Saturday. Okay, it was Saturday. Because he was he was behind me. He was videotaping it. So maybe he's oh, yeah. good footage of that. Yeah, yeah. maybe he has some good, yeah, because mine got a little bit jumpy because I was looking for what they were talking about. And I realized it was you. Yeah. I was zoomed in on it. I just, you weren't in my field of view. Yeah. I, I remember that close call with the 262. Yeah, and that's yeah. good footage, but it doesn't scare me. But a Bronco has two Cuisinarts on the front. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, but here's the thing: of I've been involved in three near miss, 
three uh, well close calls uh so yeah the one at scoby was the closest because i felt my hair on my hand go get dusted man when that plane flew by this ov10 wasn't too bad however fitz were you there when that guy's uh i'm pretty sure it was a cub took off this was at bomber and it flew right over my head and i was in a pilot station and then it went over the stands oh my gosh were you out there fitz I don't. I don't know if anybody got that. Uh, Paul asked if I was wearing brown pants. I didn't. I didn't wear brown pants for the OV ten. But this guy who flew right over my head, I, I hurt my back. I'm not kidding you guys. I hurt my back. I was walking like this, going, "I gotta walk this off" because my body you know, jerked <laughs> really quick. But that, that was a cub-like thing, right? Um, yeah, it was a cub-like thing. But yeah, this, yeah. that flight reminded me of the B-17. What three, four years ago? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He met you and me. So, but this one was much closer. And I think the reason this one scared me more is because it was in air. The guy had throttled up and the props in the front. <laughs> you so, know? so, yes, I got like the last couple seconds of it. So you can see it going over the, over the pits <laughs> and over your head. So, yeah. That is correct. It was a near hit. That was, that was probably, hit, yeah. that was the one where my pants probably turned a little brown. Paul. Yeah, a full head <laughs> of hair before that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway. Um, that was a tough one. But other than that, it was a great time. So <laughs> forget the near-death experience. Uh, it's worth <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you haven't been to Bomber, you got to put it on your ca calendar. Also, on behalf of Legend Hobby, uh, next year, big anniversary. Um, mm. We're going to do things bigger and better. We're going to try to promote it some more. Um, maybe Fitz and I can camp out there this time around. I'm just throwing that out there so we can spend all the days there. I'm looking oh, at yeah. I don't get his face expression, but... So put that on your calendar next year. It is definitely worth attending. It's a lot of fun. All right, cool. So let's move on past Bomber. Do we want to take a pee break? Do we put a little interlude right here for people to run, go grab something, come back? We'll just... Because <laughs> best is fun. Best is well, a lot of fun. We should apologize to everybody who's online. We're usually... We try to be more interactive, but we're just so far behind in trying to catch up on all this stuff. I haven't been paying as much attention as we should. All right, so, I'll... Paul, I'll agree. The volunteers, all the uh, staff, all the, well, members. And uh, I know Mike McCormick was working hard to get the kitchen repainted or cleaned up, and that was great. So I know he won an award, too, I think, for all his hard work. So oh, nice. thanks, Mike, for doing that. Hey, now, Lee, there was a question further back asking if the questions for both of you. Are y'all going to Perry again? Um. It carries on my secondary list because I want to put Joe Nall first. Mm, they're oh, the really? same time frame. Right? Yeah, unfortunately, it's just it's just a schedule thing. It's like I'm limited to my travels. Oh. Perry is on my list, but Perry is secondary to Joe Nall. So if I can only do one, I'll do Joe Nall before Perry. All right. And okay. although I thoroughly love it and so forth, I mean, honestly, <laughs> because of that thing right there, <laughs> the yellow aircraft and a couple other planes I bought, including that one right there, uh, Going to buy something is. on my agenda right now. <laughs> I, I saw that structure in front of the lamp. I couldn't make out what it was, but that's the horizontal stab of the P38. That is correct. Yep. Oh yeah. man, that thing's more see-through than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's. I haven't. It's not painted. It's just the fiberglass. Well, still, it's, well, it's neat. All right. So, what came after? You guys do a swap meet or something, or is that? No, nope, it's best. Oh. Two weeks later. All right. So yeah, the swap was just week this past weekend. Okay. So the next event for you guys would be best. Okay. Well, I've got one in between. It'll be a quick one. Okay. Um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a swap meet in Oshkosh 
It was actually at the EAA uh, facility. There's a little pavilion somewhere around the corner back behind the museum. And the, I believe it was the Winnebago RC club, local to Oshkosh club had a swap meet there. I went down and uh, I took, what did I take? I took one thing to sell and ended up not selling it. That's fine. Um, bought a couple things, a few odds and ends, some batteries, and I got something for Yuli, and it's a surprise. Yay! Um, but mm. the big thing I walked away with was a Dragon Force 65, which I had oh, told really? you guys before that oh, yeah. I had one because you guys raved about them from your fa-fa-fa-fuzz. But looking online, they're very expensive if you can find them. They're like two or 300 bucks, right? So there was one at the swap meet for a good deal with the radio, with batteries. So I got it. I haven't taken it for a test drive yet, but I will. And cool. yeah, it's a like high quality boat. What's the Joy's Way is the Joy's name of the way, company yeah. that makes it, which yeah. I just get kind of a toy feel from it because that's not a mainstream thing, but. No, this is like a serious piece of hobby grade equipment. Yeah, impressed. they're a racing racing class, and that's they're real popular. Yeah, the transmitter is a little unique, but it's <laughs> all good stuff. Two point four. So, yeah, I'll let you guys know. There's different variations of the Dragon Force sixty five. I think right. I think there's they make mm -hmm. little tweaks here and there over time. Oh, well, well. uh, beats me. This one looks to be village. I'll, uh, I'll send you some pictures offline. You can see, but yeah, I reached out to you guys when I saw it and asked you if what I was about to pay for it was reasonable, and I think it was. So, well, yeah, good. they came home with me. Congratulations, you got a sailboat, yeah. first one. Yeah. Yay! Uh, no, because those micro sailboats a few weeks ago, and um, I actually tried to sail it a couple times recently. And I look out the window at the lake behind the house and I can see a little bit of a breeze. I'm waiting for a day where, where it's got a little bit of breeze. So I get everything set up and I go out there and then it's just dead calm. Like literally <laughs> a couple times I launched it and then it's just need a little wind here. I, when, when Chuck Porth was still alive and he was getting me into the hobby, I went to a boating event with him with the dragon. And my neighbor Steve was with me. And we got to a race, the regatta. We put our boats out there. We hit through the, and the wind just died. And <laughs> the anger just built up in me because, like, I was like, this is not fun. We're just sitting there floating. There is nothing happening. He goes, oh, no, this is this is part of the contest. I was like, this is not part of sailing. This is part of floating. And this is not what I wanted. And I just kept building and building. I was like, I can't. I can't do the sailing stuff. I, I'm not going to do it. I think that's why the, the tugboat works well so well for me. Yeah. <laughs> Real like sailboats have engines on, too. Oh, my God. It was so painful to just sit there and not do anything. And just hope the float will win. Oh, yeah. I did a thing on Instagram because I had to go rescue the boat. And I had enough wind to get out about 30 feet away from the dock, and then it just wasn't going anywhere. So I took my little John boat out and shot some video of it going nowhere. <sighs> so anyway, um, that was my swap meet story. Um, funny thing, I'm starting to see familiar faces at the few Wisconsin events I've been to. So, yeah. Same thread that our little group of toy lovers is incestuous and small, but that's good. I'm looking forward to attending more events around here. Now I feel like I know a few people. Cool. Well, so start, if, doing, start doing some live, start doing some live footage. Grab your phone and yeah, start a live yeah. show on, on RC Roundtable. Come on, I guys! Should. You should. Yeah. 
You'll have to talk to me too. Feel as much as I feel comfortable talking to you guys on this format. When I turn on my phone and try to do one of those things, I, I don't know. My tongue just ties in this weird knot, and I. Maybe people don't want to hear you talk; they just want to see the pretty pictures. So you just say hello. This is Terry. I'm at an event. Here are some pictures, and then yay! Let the let the fun begin. All right. Good advice. You're welcome. Come on, man. More content. You can do it. (sighs) Okay. Um, Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Are we ready for best now? Man, we're an hour in and we've got another hour of best. You guys are going to have to focus, be efficient, be entertaining, and wow me. Golly, I mean, I'm trying to figure out whether we focus on the key stuff because I don't want to I don't want to do this for an hour because that's that's not fair. Uh, but I want to definitely make sure we touch on uh, Magic Powers Walker here. That's definitely <laughs> number one. Uh, you know, I think we'll start by here. I'll show you the pictures and we'll just uh, have fun here. But uh, this was like Thursday. So don't there's <laughs> there's not a lot of cards here because we've set up our campsite and got everything running. So but man, if you just look at that picture, it just feels like good weather, right? Just feels yeah. good. It was exactly what it was. The wind was unfortunately crosswind down the runway. So we had some issues there, uh, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, really overall, I think the temperatures were fantastic. We've had some bests where we were just sweating up a storm. Um, yeah, yeah. Freezing your fannies off. Yeah. Then this was weird because during the day it was kind of, it was kind of warm in the sun, but man, at night it got to 52 degrees in my camp, my uh, cargo trailer. 52 52 oh, degrees. No. Well, that's cold, man, if you were not prepared for it. <laughs> the as it got at that uh, event I went to in Beloit. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. So, Joe mm. here one for, this is a 3D printed uh, bald eagle. So, nice. And he won for, oh, what is it, Best Tech? Uh, technically, Technical Award? Technical Achievement? I thought it was Best of Show. Or Best of Show. So, I'm not sure who won Technical Achievement. Maybe, oh, I think Magic Powers Walker for technical achievement. We'll get back to that shortly. But yeah, so that was great. And that's a variety of uh, 3D printed stuff. So I think it's light PLA on the tail feathers and stuff. And the the uh, leading edges, uh, um, what's the harder stuff, darn it? I've just completely PLA gone. Plus? PLA Plus? No, not what PLA. ABS? A- ABS? It was ABS. So I think the leading edge was ABS and the rest of it was the PLA light. So, so it'll be PLA. Uh, yeah. Is that the 3D lab print design? I think so. I don't think he did it himself. I think he just grabbed plans. Yeah. But it was great because I'll tell you, we saw it flying and it was just, you know, beautiful. Yeah. Print, I yeah. I hope you put googly eyes on it. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's my son, Ryan, flying. He's flying an Ultrix. Uh, yep. With his right. B25 shirt on. And got a nice little hand toss guy there. So these are those pictures I just quickly grabbed. That's my new cargo trailer, folks. And I thought it worked out pretty good. I think I only had minor damage. And uh, my setup, that's kind of like the standard setup I've had for the past several years. You know, the charging table on the left and then a work table in the front. And that's it. It works great. Hey, didn't you just get that porter, the recent swap meet? Yes, I did. That was from the Richardson swap meet. And so it, it was its maiden was there. Okay. And I had to do some on it first uh, to get it going. There were some, some minor mistakes control surfaces and stuff and i had to fix a couple broken things but uh really enjoyed it yeah i was gonna say it's on the cover of our facebook page right now and once i tweaked it i it's great and then the landing gear is a little awkward i'll jump on it real quick um just bounced a lot even though it's got uh spring loaded gear and uh why it bounces 
no, I mean, we tried some different stuff and one wheel was actually stuck. I found out that it was, it was jammed up, but it works great on the grass. I mean, just, it was like night and day. Once you started just rolling on the grass, I could do these long rollouts on the grass and take off. And so it really is more of a grass lover. Uh, but did you know I brought my Cessna 150? I saw pictures of it. Flew great, man. I was so happy. And thanks uh, to Fitz for, I think, was it Fitz? No, I'm sorry. It was Nathan. Nathan did a video for me. Huh. No, I took some video too. Oh, okay. Both y'all. Yeah. So yeah, that thing just flies so great. It was, it was a joy to fly. Brought my PBY. And if you look there, there are two Thunder and Lightnings. Yeah, that orange one is new, huh? That belongs to my buddy Steve. Nice. So yeah, Steve built one finally. Those are from parts I gave him. So after what, three years later, uh, <laughs> we had a blast flying them together. And he was like, I can't believe we hadn't done this sooner. So that was fun. I'm glad uh, we got to, in fact, here's a, here's a funny story. Here's a make fun of Lee story. Um, I, like I get, yeah, you, I know you do. Cause we didn't even talk about the auction. Oh, right. Thanks for reminding me of something to make fun of you. Yeah. Of. yeah let's see. Here's a, another Leeism for you folks. Um, I pack the trailer, I get there, I'm sitting with my friends, I'm unloading the trailer, and then I pull out the, like, I think it was the Cessna uh, 150, and I just, my face went white. No, and I think we were, oh my God, no, it wasn't. I think it was before we went to dinner, yeah. So I was sitting there and I realized I had three boxes of lipos for the trip. And I typically put what I need in this one bag, but I put other lipos in these boxes so I could go through them. Well, I picked up the bag and my mind just went, oh, you got your lipo bag. Don't worry about it. And I left the boxes on my workbench at the house. So after dinner, I hauled butt down back to the house because it's only an hour drive. So I did the drive of shame to go get my batteries. And then I realized I had not packed the thunder and lightning. So I put the thunder and lightning in the car. And then I packed I packed another plane. So I was like, it was kind of good because like, okay, now that I've unloaded stuff, I can put more stuff in my truck. <laughs> so I hauled more stuff back to the event. And so I got my thunder and lightning and it was fun to fly with Steve. So that's all I had to say about that. All right, good. Uh, but the PBY flew great. I had some nice compliments from people who had got to see it fly. So it's a great grass runner. Um, but CZ Cub, that's Fitz's A10. That was nice, Fitz. You flew that real well. Uh, thanks. And he brought his, uh, what was that thing called? Leprechaun? Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah, Leprechaun you got a lot of attention yeah. on that, too. I actually ended up flying that quite a bit. <laughs> this uh, is 16, man. I don't know if I can zoom in <laughs> enough. Oh, my gosh. Can you see this, Terry? Yeah, it's a dusty fella. No canopy? Oh. Nope. Okay. Just like that. Yeah, and it flew. Yeah, that was uh, I got it from a friend of mine. Uh, he oh, was the, the chat. Switch? Yeah, it's mine. Okay. And uh, I decided I didn't even, <laughs> didn't know if it was fly. This is the old Kyosho F16, and so I said, "Well, I'm not going to spend any time cleaning it up, making it look pretty or anything." Just threw a receiver in it, and um, and decided to fly it off a two cell lithium. It's got a brushed motor in it. This is a brushed EDF, and I had uh, Sparky throw it. He gladly gave it a chuck. And it flew. Right. <laughs> it was marginal for the first, uh, you know, about five ten seconds. You got you got to let it get on step. Just kind of just hold altitude, and then after a while, I got on step, and it was actually flew pretty well for considering its very very mild power setup. Uh, I was able to loop and roll it, and, just, and I ended up flying it several times throughout the weekend. Was it full it, throttle it, the entire flight? It, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I only only backed off the land. <laughs> 
And, and, and by the way, for those of you who've been with us since the beginning, I think this has four blades on it right at this picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, but I'll just, I'm going to run through these guys because again, they're, all these photos are available on our Facebook page and our photo albums. Uh, it's best. And I've got a couple more that I took that I'll share. I'll add to the album. I think Fitz, you added some too. But guys, um, again, great weather. There's Nathan with his uh, little, I don't know what that is. The Consendo. Crescendo, I was thinking Crescendo, yeah. Yeah, kind of a North Star-ish. Yeah. The shuttle came oh, back shuttle. again this year. That shuttle's neat. Yeah. It is. It is. And he flies it great. It's, it's highly entertaining to watch it fly. And yeah. I, I think what I also like is whenever he's walking out there, people just either land or they wait because they know it's going to be a great show. Yeah. yeah. If you look closely, the, the smallest helicopter to the right only has one blade. Oh, I can, I can zoom in. That's right. He got a that was the technical achievement award. Yeah, film. that was a technical award. Yeah, yeah. So this is the weight, the counterweight. So a single blade helicopter. Interesting. Yep. And it's mm -hmm. aerobatic, fully aerobatic. He wouldn't know it only had one blade when he flies it. Yeah. And I mean, I have a couple of videos too that I need to share. So we'll do that too. Was that the high speed uh, wacko? Wacko. If I remember correctly, when that thing was flying, it was like outrunning the warbirds <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on go back to the that last photo is it just me or does that spitfire have a really long wingspan i think that's um just the wide angle lens distortion okay. yeah. yeah i remember i did that meme a few months ago making fun of uh the dunkirk Yes, yeah, a <laughs> glide ratio. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that movie, but yeah, that that glide thing at the end was a little, yeah. <laughs> a little, little wonky. Uh, this is the innovation. Yeah, that flew really nice. See, that yeah, was, I think he may have got best aerobatic. Yeah, it was very aerobatic. He do hover bags with it, but it also would slow it out really slow. He'd fly like just walking speed run down the runway. Yeah, that was a neat plane, Tom, and Sparky. Yeah, Sparky. Tom Sparky and Tom's wife. Yep. Uh, oh, there we go. There it is. Yeah. Old Dusty. A <laughs> <laughs> clip of epoxy right there, just holding for dear life to keep the front nose on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, I had to re epoxy the, the, the front at the field. <laughs> now that you know it flies, are you going to maybe wipe it down and fix it up? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Because Sparky mentioned you might have a canopy that would fit. Because I don't have right. a canopy, yeah. so I was thinking maybe modifying it somewhat or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, all right. I'll think about it. Well, but yeah, I love that you left all the patina on there. Yeah, I did it on purpose like, uh, to show it's an ancient. I mean, these things were back early '90s. I mean, late '90s, I think when they came out. Yeah, yeah probably early 2000s. Yeah, it's very, very, especially brushed. Uh, there was some field work. A gentleman asked me if I could uh, resolder some some lights on his. Uh, uh, night, um, night radian, uh, radian, yeah, night radian. So yeah, sure. So I did a quick solder job with him so I could do some night flying. I just right. snapped a quick picture of it. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, I forgot to ask the the piano. Tell me about this. It's a flying piano. <laughs> <laughs> he had this, and he had a, like a drum set that flew, uh, and it, basically it's a big flying wing. Oh, a plank. A plank that looks that looks like a piano. Yeah. Have any airfoil to it? I don't think this one did. I don't think I so. Think just flat, flat. Yeah. It's all magic. All right. Flew pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. GC did fly pretty good. Right. Oh, this, this is, is um, uh, is it John? 
Oh, you killed me. I forgot his name. I think it's John. Uh, uh, Paul. Paul, sorry. His name is Paul. He's had it before. He's a great guy. He's, um, he's an actual airline pilot, and he scratch-built this Mitsubishi MU-2. And uh, he always gets a kick that I actually recognized it <laughs> when he first brought it out. Um, and he let me fly it. I flew it around once or twice. And uh, nice flying model, very nicely powered, uh, mildly aerobatic. It's great. He's he's working on um, making it um, uh, Paul Stelly. Thank you. Um, and he's working on uh, making it so that I might be able to build one myself. Uh, he's uh, working on some plans and maybe a 3D printed fuselage. He he said, and uh, really really um, uh, great guy. Great. Uh, and really, what do you call it? Um, industrious and built. In fact, is there another picture, Lee? The next one he had, he brought. Oh, I got a story for that too. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking, oh, anyways, um, he brought uh, an F11 Tiger. Uh, I forgot Tiger that he scratch built. And not only did he scratch build the plane, he scratch built the landing gear that he 3D printed, retractable landing gear. Yeah, it was really neat looking, and it was it seemed very durable because he added some metal bits to it. But uh, so he, he he designed his own landing gear and 3D printed it, and because uh, he said he's got a really weird landing gear system for it. Now you look at it, it goes, yeah, it's kind of funky. Uh, he, so it, um, it's it's pretty neat that he brought that again and let me fly it. Yeah, that would be a unique one because I think they had a really thin wing, so the gear goes in the fuselage, and then of course being a carrier based yeah. plane, it's going to be beefy. So, yeah, yeah, it goes right in the fuselage, a little bit like F 16 ish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and there's Keith Spark, Sparky's uh, BD 5. He let me fly this too. And this, um, this has got a little bit of a story. He's banged this thing around. It, it's kind of giving him heartache. And he was about ready to throw it away or throw it. And he said, Well, let me try. Let me, he ripped the landing gear off at it's, it's a hard landing. So he has, it actually has wheels on the bottom, but they're just not, they're sort of semi embedded, like an A 10. Uh, and he let me fly it, and he's got this th thrust throttle elevator mixing in it, and it's really funky. Half the time it works okay, and half the time it's way off. And so you're flying it around, and your elevator trim is like it's like your elevator is always out of trim sometimes. I, so I flew it around fine, and um, I think I did some milder batics and landed it. And after I landed it, he's like, "Why don't you just take it home and you can fiddle with it." <laughs> I'm sure he didn't he have to just, ask you twice. He did ask you twice, so it's, it's sitting over there and in the in the corner. So I'm going to fly it myself and try to see if I can tame it down a little bit. All so right. I have it on very long-term loan from him. He said, "Yeah, just just play around with it, do what you want with it." So it's big. I should mention that this is like probably third scale. Yeah, which for BD5 is not super huge, but it's pretty big. It's probably I don't think it's got an 80 inch span. What do you say, Lee? Well, 70 inch span maybe it's pretty big okay 60 uh, i didn't measure it but it's it's large it's actually quite yeah. large that canopy is big it's a big hunk of yeah plant. it's got this big fat fuselage and little wings uh so so anyways i need to take it out maybe this coming weekend i'll pull it out and tinker with you, it you know which wing he emulated so originally uh, they had two wings, he, right? he cheated i think he's got more cord than the than any of the original wings yeah you're right the original one had like three different size wings they had the death wing the semi-death wing and, and and uh okay you can fly now wing <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh yeah, I meant to ask you about that thing. What is that? So I have no idea. It, <laughs> it looks like this something. giant foamboard plane that's a twin. I think, I think it was corrugated the, plastic. Oh, right? is it? I think coreplast. It's so unique. The nacelles are like way out by the wingtips. Yeah, mm. very odd. And I didn't really get to see um, it fly. Did you see it like flyly? I don't remember if I ever saw it or didn't. Oh, for oh, like I a thought second, I saw I think. a flying photo. Maybe it, not. Yeah, it did fly because it, it was ahead of me. I think I was flying my A10 while I was flying, so I only saw it in a quarter of my eye. Oh, it folds up into a briefcase. Okay. Okay, thanks, Kirk. That's clever. Now it makes sense. This <laughs> <laughs> is a foldable plane, travel plane. Exactly. I guess that's a bad so. idea. I guess we, we missed <laughs> that part. <laughs> hey, but look at A10. Look, it's A10. So, you know, it gives you an idea of some of the neat stuff you see at best. You see all kinds of interesting and goofy stuff, including that. All right. So there's a story here. Do we finally get there's... to hear the. Yes. The... You notice okay. that it's missing something. This is the BV-141, for those of you who don't have the benefit of viewing this. And by the way, yes. I'm going to start by just showing this, and then I'm going to cut Terry and I out, and then Fitz is going to stare at the camera and tell all the kids a story. Well, let me tell you a story. A model airplane. Okay, so you got that? Everybody got that? Airplane. All right. All right. Okay. Fitz, it's all yours. Go. Okay. I'll start that. Um, this BV-141, asymmetrical plane, electric. You saw I flew it at Bomber Field, so you saw it as aerobatic. And... <laughs> So I'll preface this that, that it should have crashed, and I'll tell you why. So I was flying it around. I think it was, it was Sunday, as a matter of fact, and I was like, eh, let me fly this thing one more time, just get kind of flying around, have a good time with it, and start packing up. And uh, here's my E10 there. Sorry, I'm trying to get the next slide, that, the next slide for you. Uh, anyways, so I flagged it around, and I decided, well, let me do, do some aerobatics. I do some loops, some rolls. And then I did a... Uh, I said, well, I'm going to do an inverted pass because I've flown an inverted before. I flew a bomber like that. So I flipped it upside down and I got about uh, halfway around the field and I had just turned um, from downwind back uh, to do a, a pass over runway inverted and I saw something fall off the aircraft. I said, oh, oh that's weird, but probably my canopy because it's fallen off before. I've had that canopy pop off once or twice. So I, I was like, oh, dang it. I lost my canopy again. Let me, let me roll right side up. And so I rolled it right side up. I dropped the landing gear because the landing gear was retracted. So I dropped the gear and, um, uh, and I did sort of a 180. I said, well, I, it's handling kind of weird. Maybe because the canopy came off, the aerodynamics are a little off or something. So uh, I proceeded to turn into the wind and uh you know it was, it was a little bit it seemed like it was flying a little bit tail heavy and i said well that's kind of odd so anyways i came in made a real nice touchdown had to add a little bit of down elevator but uh it came in landed just nicely and uh, as soon as it rolled to a stop i had nothing none of the the motor didn't work i couldn't taxi back and i said well that's odd and then i wiggled the controls the controls didn't work so <laughs> i said well that's very odd that i just landed the thing and so I walk up to it, and can you put the picture back, Lee? Of the, of the plane? Of the plane on the ground? Oh, yeah, hold on. i got to go back one. I had another picture ready. So zoom into the cockpit area. Oh, thank you. So, Terry, what's missing? Well, other than the canopy, the battery that goes underneath, and I assume it goes there. Yes, there are two sets of batteries that are normally there. 
Okay. They were not there when I went to go pick up the plane. Wait, what? They weren't anywhere near the plane. In fact, do you have the other picture, Lee? Okay. There's the batteries. They had fallen out. They had fallen out while I was inverted, upside down. While I was inverted. That's what I saw fall off. Well, the canopy fell off, but the batteries also fell out. They were in the field. So yeah, this thing dropped the landing gear and landed itself. Like, rolled right back, rolled right side up. Rolled right side up. But so hold it did basically a 360 and landed. On the runway. Under on the runway. Well, on the grass, right next to the runway. Yep. Basically and on the runway. There wasn't a separate power source for the radio. Nope. Everything runs off completely the BEC. Free it, it runs off the BEC off the speed controller. So, yeah, there was no other auxiliary power source. The gear came down. That's the, the important gear came down. That's the part we're all, we're all calling BS. But yeah. he got the gear well, the down. Because I hit the switch. I know. I, but that's because after you said something changed. <laughs> Kirk probably has a good point. You may have okay. been getting a little. I love this. Kirk's Kirk's giving the little. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the chat, there are witnesses because we had who 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 picked up the batteries. Somebody found the batteries near the tree line. Yeah, um, Curtis was there. That's why Curtis's comment earlier was great. But I mean, I will tell you. I mean, first off, I'd like to hear what you think, Terry, because. I know I had a conversation with Fitz on the way home on what I thought the problem was or how this miracle happened, this miracle in the air. Uh, but uh, I think I think that's it. I mean, that to me is the answer right there. That's that's the only solution I can come up with is that the capacitors in the ESC held enough charge for him to flip the switch and he just didn't generate enough power output from those servos that got did him you, in. Did you feel like you were in control on the approach yep. and landing? I was in full control. I did not, never felt I was not in control. But clearly, all the way down to touchdown. But that system was 100% compromised. You had no power source. No extra receiver? You mean receiver battery? Right. No. Yeah, there's no receiver battery. There's only oh, just the batteries. Think? Yeah. And They're just the main drive batteries. All your ballast for the CG is gone. Yep. Yeah. That plane should not have flown five feet, much less. I told you, it should have crashed. Now, like I said, it didn't that, feel like it was still a little bit tail heavy. But that's, but it, that's what I want to say. That's how everybody heard Fitz. The first thing Fitz said when he like got landed and people were like walking up going, what happened? He goes, I should not have a plane right now. <laughs> he was like, this plane should be in pieces. Because <laughs> he, he was looking around for me going, what just happened? He's like, did y'all see that? Did something time stop? And it's like, you know, Fitz could not believe it. And the people who are watching, I wasn't, I wasn't close. I was at the, the thing, but I happened to see the flight. But it was the weirdest thing. Okay. Yeah. You're blowing my mind right now. See, I have a good story with when my transmitter battery died and we able, we recovered that plane. This is 10 times the wow factor of that. Absolutely. There's yes. a higher power involved in this. Yeah. I hope everybody yeah. sitting down watching this right now appreciates this because we were all just stunned. And in fact, Fitz, now you can show your other award. <laughs> I hope it's about a lottery ticket on the no, yeah. Can you see all the choice? <laughs> I got CD CD choice award for the miracle in the air. For miracle playing. Wow. Now, miracle I should... on the Hudson, this is miracle at best. Well, okay, so I should say that it, uh, I have an answer. Oh, you do. You have another oh, I do have an theory answer. Or... Oh, okay, a new theory. No, no, or... no. I have quantifiable uh I, quantifiable 
details or oh, recall oh, it. Holy smoke. Now or, I got or, this story. Okay. Yeah, I haven't you told you guys about it. Did you try to recreate this or something, or you just have another answer? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I tried to recreate it. Hold on, let me get this picture out of here because I want to I want I want to uh, fits all no. wait, hold so on. I'll give you what? You know, what happened? I have to work this through my brain. I need your help. So well, Kirk okay, Terry, what do you a think? Ago, let me let you guess, Terry. Give it a, give it a couple of guesses, and then I'll tell you what, what it is. Well, I got to work through this first. Kirk said that the prop was a generator. And at first, I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes a little sense. But brushless doesn't work that way. You have to commutate through the ESC. So if the ESC was dead, you're not going to get any voltage out of a brushless motor. Am I thinking clearly? No, and that's why you didn't study electrical engineering. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a uh, any permanent magnet motor can be used as a generator. Okay, but still, there's. Uh... Sorry, right, so work is right. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> okay, so you measured this. Oh man. Yes. So what I did was I hooked up my voltmeter. And I hooked up some some stuff to the speed controller, and I grabbed my starter motor, my uh, electric starter I use for my gas planes, and I cranked that sucker up. And guess what? It produces five and a half volts when you spin the propeller when you freewheel it. At the and battery leads, with, or at, at the, the battery leads, at the leads coming out of the speed controller. Especially what I did was. Um, I turned on, I plugged in a battery to the speed controller and I had a little, one of those little, um, servo, servo, um, electronic servo emulator things. Um, yeah. uh, and so I turned it on and, and then I spun up the prop. It was a little tricky to do all with just two hands. I need a couple more hands and I spun it up and then I disconnected the battery, the main battery. And, and it would, it stayed at five and a half volts for as long as I held that starter onto the uh, propeller for freewheeling. Wow. Now, I would think so, they would have a built-in diode to prevent that. Well, yeah, I thought they would have either some clamping diodes. I think the key is the brakes were not enabled on it. And so the excess energy wasn't applied to the brake. It just freewheeled. And it probably, as part of the freewheeling circuitry, was able to... Um, uh, um, uh, not only commutate, but rectify, rectify the signal down for the five volts to run the BEC circuitry. And so it, and the, the prop on, if you notice, you saw the picture, the prop on that plane is fairly high pitch. So it's probably more conducive to freewheeling easier than say a, a real flat pitch prop. Wow. So it acted as a generator. It had just enough power to lower the gear. And there's only a couple of servos. There's not a whole, there's no flaps or anything on it. So it really, uh, a couple of rest standard size servos on it. Did you measure the and current so, in your test? Uh, I need to do that next. I haven't done any load tests. So I need to put up a dummy load to see how much power, how much wattage I can get out of it. I was having problems holding the starter on, so I had to get another, I just got it today, another um, rubber insert, a little bigger one, so I can hold the starter on. Or maybe somebody mentioned I could try a, um, I have a, a blower, leaf blower thing I might right. try. No, uh, no, so no, I want to no, do a load test with a no, dummy load. No, no. Fits, fits. I, those watching, I'm I'm begging you, don't do this. Save right. it for Fitz. Fitz, you must, must, must replicate this. You've got to find another airframe. No, I'm serious. I'm dizzy. You've got to, even if, even if it's for your hobby view channel, you've got to get another plane and do a proof of concept on this. You must 
must, oh. must get another plane and do this. Even if you don't do the whole retract mm. or something, but you know, I have, I'll throw you a spare plane. If you I want need a sacrificial plane, You've got to have an ejection process that hopefully would keep the CG similar, you know, and then drop gear and control yeah. the landing using this generator method. I mean, I'd love to see this because this would be amazing. And then and nope. people would finally believe this story because again, you, some of you who weren't there just are calling BS. It's like, this. but he landed a plane with the batteries ejected. That's it guys. And <laughs> yeah, no one yes. if he landed it, but he did. Understanding that only takes a little bit of the wow factor out of this. There still so many things had to line up. But have you checked to see where the CG is without the battery? Uh, no. Um, and I am amazed it flew as well as it did without the battery. I guess because the motor is so far forward. Well, holy, uh, Stephen here just said he saw someone land a jet. One of the two con is it two con two can? Isn't that a turbo prop? That's a turbo prop, isn't it? Yeah, and that's a turbo a battery. Uh, yeah. so, a and then Jason so says he has heard this. Yeah, I think the, what, I, what I'd like to try is different speed controllers. This one has an old Castle Ice speed controller, and I wonder if this is indicative of just a Castle brand or other brands will do the same thing as well. So mm. I'm curious about that. So maybe yeah, I'll, I'll run an experiment. Maybe I'll find a sacrificial plane that, hit, that does, has a good freewheeling prop and try it. Somebody, uh, like I said, put a parachute on the battery so I don't destroy the batteries. <laughs> hey, everybody who's, everybody who's still watching, I want to hear, uh, see in the comments if it was worth the wait to listen to this story. because And also comment if you think Fitz should replicate this because I want to see this. I've never seen it. Obviously, it sounds like some other people have witnessed this, but I thought that was just the craziest thing. I kept thinking it was capacitor-driven, but obviously I'm wrong. But again, Fitz, you could help us all by doing this. Yeah. It'd be neat to talk to. I don't know, you know, most of these controllers come out of Asia, but I know. Um, I can get you in touch with Lucian from Badass. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, it'd be like to talk to somebody who designs these things. Maybe when you're, when you're break for when you're freewheeling, when you're freewheeling the prop, the energy's got to go somewhere. So it could be that they design so that when the prop is freewheeling, it, it's fed back into the BEC circuitry just because at least that's energy that can be used for something and not just extended as heat. Uh, so that would be interesting to talk to an ESC designer, see if that's on purpose or it's just a happy, lucky circumstance of the design. It wasn't really um, uh, designed that way on purpose, but just, you know, because it just happened to work out yeah. that way. But I, mean, I was amazed. I didn't know they would have enough power to do that, to run... Yeah. Run what one, Either. two, three, I mean, four servos and two electric retracts. I mean, the, the servos, I mean, to me, the gear would draw more power than the servos. Yeah, I'm surprised the gear would lower. Yeah, yeah, well, gravity helped you a little there, but still, that I'm still calling miracle on this. So many things <laughs> had to happen. Yeah, now, true. Yeah, about it, be... Real jets that's their backup power system, right? They have a little thing that pops out with uh, a... yeah, the airliners do. They have, um, I forgot what it's called, a little pop out propeller thing that spins. Um, air driven generator, a yeah, yeah, maybe a lot air, of air ramjet, air ram generator, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but of course, they're traveling at 500 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they need a few more air, air generator. That's it, I think. Um, Ram air turbine, yeah. Somebody, I knew somebody in the chat would come, in. but um, um, but just I guess on a smaller scale, we're not really using all that much power. The retracts are very heavily geared, um, uh, so 
uh, you know, so maybe they just didn't use a lot of power. Now, these retracts, too, run very slow as far as how they move. I always kind of like them because when they, when they retract, they're like, they take out two or three times longer than regular retracts. So it's probably very efficient in how they run. And, uh, and in servos don't, unless you're doing something really aggressive, servos don't use all that much power, only a couple, you know, uh, tenth of an app maybe or something like that. So um, yeah. I, I think it was just a happy circumstance of not having the brake enabled on the speed controller, having a fairly coarse pitch prop three blader that spun up, that kept spinning, and having very electronics that wasn't using that much power, um, and me not securing the battery very well. <laughs> Well, everybody's heard that story of the F-15 that had the midair and took the wing off and the guy came and landed it. Oh, and yeah. He said, really, had I looked yeah. back to see the wing was missing, he would have ejected. So, <laughs> I wonder yeah, if the same yeah. thing, if you had seen that it was the battery that came out, would you be like, yep, so much uh, for that airplane. That's a good point. Yeah. It's almost better ignorance is bliss, right? If I had known a battery popped out, I would be like, oh my God, the battery's out. I'm, I would have just, yeah, probably, oh, what's the point of me doing anything? But since I didn't know, I didn't really see it very well. I just saw a flash of canopy uh, and pop off and a sparkle of something. And and that was it. And I said, oh, well, that's weird. Well, I'll just land it. Because like I said, it's happened before. But and you I, had the exact right amount of energy to continue in the pattern and land. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and the CG wasn't too far off that I CG was control. Nuts. Yeah. Because that's that was two battery packs, by the way. That was two six-cell battery packs. No, yeah. eight, two four-cells. We. Yeah, I don't think we can dismiss. <laughs> Stars were aligned. Yeah. Did you buy a lottery ticket on the way home? Or <laughs> I think we that? joked about it, but I didn't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, somebody mentioned it kind of reminds me. The brushless motors are three-phase AC motors, basically. Uh, or, yeah, basically. Um, so they're very efficient as far as not only in producing power, but in generating power. Right. So, and that's the part I'm uh, still hung up on a little bit. So, whatever's coming out of that is AC, somehow that ESC has to convert that to DC. Yeah, that's the rectify comment I made earlier. So but, it has to have some sort of diodes or something to rectify it. Now, it could have clamping diodes or something that also do the rectification. So I, I, but I'm just guessing. I have the, no idea. That, that board's not powered because the board's typically powered by your external source. So, um, well, maybe it has a common rail with the... the um, uh, um, uh, let me think. Obviously, it works, gotta, but get, I, I just haven't wrapped my head around yeah, all the electronics here. Maybe, 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 maybe when it is freewheeling, it's actually trying to charge up the battery a little bit to reduce, to get rid of excess volt power. That was a and feature. That runs the DC. So, all right, tell me somebody got video of this. No, we didn't get uh, video because I was just flying around. Now, I did get some video of our discussion after I landed. I took my cell phone out, and we were kind of discussing back and forth what the hell happened. But we weren't video tape. It was just, just, a, just a regular flight, so there was no video. Sorry. Wow. Okay. I'm duly impressed. I hand you my crown of best <laughs> airplane recovery story. Yeah. That was, it, it, is, it does trump your little flight. Oh, yeah. Me, unfortunately. So we were, yeah. We were perplexed until I got home, and, and I just said, let me hook up, do a quick instrumentation test. And, uh, yeah, it was still generating power when I unplugged the battery and had the starter on it, running it, at, even at starter speed, which is not terribly fast. Um, how much power is generated? I, like I said, I need to put a dummy load and see what I can get, but I just haven't had a chance. But it was enough. It was, it was holding steady at 5 volts, so it was enough to power whatever I needed, apparently. 
Yeah. All right. That that's amazing. I'm but wait, impressed. There's more. Yeah, we still haven't heard about that two-bladed corsair. Bike. Exactly. There's more about oh. Mary, Mary Powers <laughs> yeah. Walker here. <laughs> Throw me for a loop for a second. Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah, behind me is the uh, the new E-Flight Corsair, or I guess the V2 version of their 1.2 meter Corsair. And so I'm currently doing a review on it, uh, working the video, and I brought it out the best to do the maiden flight and have Lee uh, do some video for me. Thanks, Lee. And so we had done one flight on 3S, flying around, had a good time. Did and it was fine. By the way, it was fine on 3S. Yeah, it's, that's really good. You know, because I, when, I, when I was getting into batteries, I was told, yeah, the, the 3S is just okay. They recommend 4S. But So I thought it would be kind of a dog on 3S. But no, it's actually quite good on 3S. And that was like a 3S 3200. It wasn't like a 2200. It was you know, slightly larger 3S. I'm going to jump in too because, Terry, I can relate this. You know, the Zero, the Fly Zone Zero that you gave me, you know, flying it on 3S is a dog. But we only fly it on 4S now. And I've given that to Ryan. So Ryan was flying the Zero at, uh, at best. But that Corsair did really well, and it sounded like it was fine. Yeah, it was. So on the second flight, I decided, well, let me throw a 4S 2200 in it to see what kind of turbo boost the 4S will give it. And I said, well, at the same time, let me try to take off off of grass instead of the uh, paved runway just to see how it does on grass uh, operations. And uh, it ended up uh, trying to take off, but it ended up tipping over, and it you know, just kind of bleh. I said, well, that's not good. So I tipped it back. Excuse me. Went to take off again, and it started vibrating and rattling. So that's what the hell? And I look at it. There's only three blades on the four-bladed propeller. One of them had snapped off when I, when it nosed over in the grass. And I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh man, I don't have a replacement, and I really wanted to get it on 4S. And um, uh, this guy right here. <laughs> uh, I, think I, think, I think Sparky was. We were both telling you to do it, so I'm going to. Yeah, no, Keith Sparks. I specifically remember you. Oh, okay. One, you know, because I made a joke about gluing the, the that one blade back on, and uh, Lee says, "Well, why don't you just break off the other one and make it a two blader?" And at first, I thought he was joking, and he kind of kept egging me on. And I think I thought, if it's crazy and it works, maybe it's not crazy. <laughs> that might be a good idea. The funny part was him <laughs> trying to break off the other one. It wouldn't. It wouldn't budge, man. <laughs> 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 I, do a, I do a light nose over and it breaks, but him going, <laughs> it wouldn't break off. I was like, what the heck? So anyways, I finally broke it off, snapped right off, uh, and a nice clean break just like the other one. Oh, don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and so I had a nice two-blader prop. I said, well, let's see how it does. And wouldn't you know that thing <laughs> flew like a bit out of hell. It flew great. It, it did. It, was it sounded great, too. It had a nice growl to it. It didn't vibrate? No, no, it didn't vibrate at all. No, it was fine. Not at all. I mean, it was like perfectly balanced after that. <laughs> yeah. I so think they've got something was... here. <laughs> it's like, we, hey, guys, don't give up on this. You know, if you go four, <laughs> go two blade. So, yeah, that four blade turned into a perfectly usable two blader on 4S. I thought it would fly very well on 3S, but on 2S, it was, it was just it great. Was very fast. Yeah, it was yeah, almost screaming along. Sadly, I mean, it's almost too fast. It was more like it should have been that red racer Corsair, you know, like the, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. You know, it was more of that kind of fast than a normal Corsair, but it flew great. And you did uh, some stunts and stuff with it too. Yeah, yeah, because I wanted to try. I, I ended up flying that with with the tanks later too, and did inverted and snaps and all kinds of aerobatic stuff. It flew great knife edges. It, it did plenty of power. Mm. Um, 
probably not as much as a four blade, but a two blade, it was just really nice. Uh, was was it was it Sparky giving us hell for doing that or? No, or, I thought he was okay with it. I think, of course, oh. he was maybe like Terry. Is it was it balanced? But no, I think I think he was okay with it. Oh, okay, so I thought someone was giving us a little, ragging us a little bit for doing that. But so that's why. Yeah, I'm sorry. You probably asked me about it. Let me bring it over so you can see it. So that's why it has. You can see a nice two blader. Of course, they were two blader prop. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look right, but uh, it works until I get a. They're on back order, believe it or not. I went to go order <laughs> a new prop. It's back order. It's like, ah, bloody hell. So well, anyways, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe some of those guys out there who have three blades on their plane waiting for a new prop can you can quickly get the video up and they'll go, oh well, I'll just rip off this other one. <laughs> yeah, just rip off the other one. Sign the uh, consent form and you rip off the other one. <laughs> And uh, it'll it'll fly on 4s if you fly on 4s. Right. I probably wouldn't do it on the 3s, but so it's a temporary fix until I get another four blader. And I'd like to really fly around on four blades, see what it does on 4s. Um, you know, I was at the hobby store and I forgot to look for another prop. See if they had one. But anyways, uh, but look for my review on this sometime very shortly. I'm working on the video, putting the final touches on it. Uh, on yeah, hobby so view? Terry, good eye, Terry. Hobby view, yes, on hobby view. Uh, get in there. I don't care what you smell. All right. We're coming up on an hour and 45 minutes. So we would normally start thinking about our exit strategy now. Yeah. I just wanted, I had uh, some notes about, uh, I think we covered everything for, um, I mentioned the Leprechaun. Um, I ended up flying it quite a bit. Uh, it's funny. We had, this is the big glider I, I built for my aviation review. And it's just, just, you know, a bunch of sticks, but it's giant. In fact, I ended up winning price for that largest flown was the leprechaun they gave me a price oh. for that and it was funny i had um keith sparks really was really interested in it i said well we want to fly it. i'll let you fly it around a little bit and i threw it and he flew but it was acting funny it seemed it was kind of getting blown around a little bit in the wind but it seemed more than that and so after we landed it i realized uh, i had His battery fell out too no, yeah. no, but I, I had taken some nose weight out of it to tweak the CG, and I guess I took a little too much out of it and forgotten about it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I borrowed some weight from Nathan and th started throwing some more in, and after that, it flew really quite well. And in fact, I was able to thermal it. Uh, but they they really got a kick out of the landings because I can come in, and even like it was like a five mile per hour wind or so, come in and basically stop and kind of go under <laughs> the ground. <laughs> I think five is really, really slow. Um, we were talking about the Subway Lee Subway Sandwich Place. Go ahead, that was fun. <laughs> That's a quick story, but it's funny. So we went. To, um, we wanted to grab something to eat. We didn't feel like uh, whatever somebody else was eating. So we yeah, found out there was a Subway in town. I had never knew there was a Subway in town, and it was a reason because this place was like hidden with no lights. You didn't know it was there. It's like, is it a basement? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Behind a Beware Dragon sign or something, Beware Tigers. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we go in, and what did she say? It was like, oh, uh, we well, had a... Let's, let's do it further. So... First off, it's in the it's in a corner of a, a street that's like off behind other stores. All the lights were out. The street lights were out. The sign light was out. Like Fitz and I were driving, going, "Where's the subway?" And I saw a light in from a, a glass door. I was like, "Is that the subway?" We're like, "What is that?" <laughs> so we drove up, and sure enough, it was a subway. They had no idea the lights were out. So yeah, I pulled the girl outside to look at the sign. He's like, 
do you supposed to have lights in this thing? <laughs> it was just it was just funny. But then when we go in there, the funnier part was that they were all out of meat because it was Friday night football. She goes, Don't you know it's Friday night? It's like everybody comes to get food. It was like we didn't know. So yeah. everything was great. <laughs> like pepperoni was like all we had, right? Yeah, PB and yeah. from Subway. <laughs> Yeah, PB yeah, basically that in tuna. I think it's not like the only one. But what's funny is that we went back the next day for lunch because now that we knew where it was, you know, and we were the and by the way, we're the only ones in there, Fitz. We were the only ones there that Friday night. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we're the only ones there that Saturday. So it's like they, they don't do a lot of business. So you're welcome, guys. Yeah, I for guess they did have a big inventory. But we, uh, we were that. Uh, shout out to Sparky for some neat uh, pilot prizes. He had some vacuum form stuff that he gave to all the pilots. That's pretty cool. Um, Curtis is asking him, or talking about control line flying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a video on our Facebook page where Lee is um, control line flying uh, from uh, Steve Davidson is uh, and flying Steve around is him. trying to kill Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Control line flying>. <laughs> <laughs> Lee got a haircut. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Again, more more Lee mayhem. If y'all want to go enjoy yourselves, get a kick out of it. Fitz got uh, us doing control line on in the runway. By the way, the morning flights were awesome. Steve was, yeah, was he yeah. was up and at him every morning, getting some flying in. It was just beautiful. We have some more photos out there, but oh man, it was just great weather. Can't talk enough about that. All weekend. Oh. I'll thank I'll thank Kirk Jensen for the good weather. I think he was the one who ordered it. Yeah. Good job, Kirk. Uh, and also, quick shout out while Fitz is doing some research there. Uh, shout out to everybody who came out there. Nathan, because you were hanging out with us a lot. Um, you know, again, Sparky was there. Tom was out there. Richard was out there. And I know I'm going to forget some names, but uh, we just enjoyed every year we enjoy hanging out with everybody. The one person we're missing is Mr. Dunn. So I really wish, you know, we can get him out there. I, in fact, one year I tried to fly his butt out there, but he turned me down. So maybe next year we'll start a GoFundMe and get Terry back to best and we'll have a big mayhem. Well, I'll remind you, it's never been about the money. It's always just family commitments. Well, find time for best, buddy. All right, back to you, Fitz. Okay, so what, one last thing is they had, you know, people were selling and buying stuff and some stuff for sale. And oh. I was walking away from a table and I saw this. A a box. I said, like, "What is it? What what is that all about?" And the guy had a price. He had twenty five dollars on the on the top. It's not well written because I wasn't sure if that was right. He's like, "Is that really twenty five dollars?" He goes, "Yeah, just a box of stuff. Take it for twenty five dollars." That includes stuff in it. There's a bunch of stuff in it. And yeah, when I got really? home, I really didn't look at it when I was there. I did a quick, quick, quick look. And I said, well, it's got a bunch of odds and ends. The box and some some stuff is probably worth 25 bucks. Now, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop real quick and say this is going to make me angry because after we do his show and tell, I have to talk about my show and tell or show uh, or tell and no show. <laughs> you do yours first? <laughs> I no, can't. no. I think we'll close the show with Lee's. Okay. Okay. So anyways... Um, you know, I get home and there's a, a brand new Spectrum Servo in here, a mini micro servo. That's right there. Um, several other micro servos. I don't know if they work or not, but two dollars. They're, they're like no name brand. Yeah, a couple bucks. There's a brushless motor in there. Uh, another brushless motor in there. Thousand dollars. <laughs> a an old school retract servo. Nice. Uh, and this is just the top. Another old school retract servo. <laughs> I'm not going to go through everything, but there's a bunch of servos of random stuff. Some a uh, couple, a couple more Spectrum servos that are not. These are not, these are not cheap, and they look in good shape. 
uh, some bits and pieces of some old retracts that um, and uh, I'm sure don't work. Uh, some random speed controllers of various brands and who knows they work or not, but they're all brushless. Do they generate uh, voltage if you lose your battery? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> those are, uh, so, are going to be hot market items right now. Everybody's <laughs> going to be out looking for those ESCs. <laughs> <laughs> so just at the top, you know, I, I got way more of my money back. And there's a bunch of drawers on the bottom and that open up. And here's where the silver dollars were located. No, but just some funny stuff in here. I thought you guys might get a kick out of. Um, mostly it's just odds and ends, uh, uh, clevises, and um, uh, some some EC parts of EC5 connectors and stuff, which, you know, those are those are better than a kick in the pants. Um, but what was really funny is, um, here it is. Uh, there was <laughs> several, another servo. Uh, Several of these. Can you? I don't know if you can see. What oh they yeah. Are. Oh, the first generation. Yeah. Yeah, first gen Spectrum receivers. There's like Damn. two or three of them. There's two here. I think there's a third one. And, I, and these are DSM like one. You don't have DSM twos. Yeah, just one. Um, but I think I have a DSM one radio. As a matter of fact, that I don't use because you know, not any, not anything that great. But it might be good for something cheap. Compatible. I don't think I think only DSM two is. I don't think DSM one okay. is. So XM two will play nice, but yeah, just but not one. It was too much of a difference. But just like little prop adapters and prop things, and and uh, a lot of you know, this was what I wanted. I really just was interested in all the little knickknacks that you that you know you'll need. I mean, there's a bunch of little uh, prop adapters and things in here that I picked up. Oh, nice. here. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. I've always used those. Well, I would uh, say so just the box was worth twenty five bucks. Yeah, just a box. Yeah, for twenty five bucks, I got all good. Here, here's the third DSM receiver. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there's a fourth one. Look at that. It's kind of beat up, but there's another one. So I mean, it might be okay for like a boat or something. I don't know. But anyways, um, uh, just for something that I almost missed because it was under the table and just uh, just sitting there. And I guess the guy didn't want to go through it all. And, and just said, ah, 25 bucks for the whole box. There's a piece of a, a motor here, uh, another motor and bell. It actually probably runs more prop adapters. I can always I can always use all kinds of random prop adapters because I never know when I need something oddball. So, anyways, that was uh that was the only thing I bought there, actually. Oh, that was good score. I didn't spend any money. Yeah, yeah I, nice. Oops. Uh so I was a good boy. Uh I don't think there was anything else I had my eye on. There was a kind of snazzy looking zero, but Lee talked me out of it. <laughs> <Badly>. <laughs> but that's it. Uh, so I think that's all I have to mention for best, other than um, uh, uh, <laughs> seems like we had more power users this year. Power kept going out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that <laughs> night. Yeah. Of course, it kind of might have been partially my fault, but. Were you running the but AC anyways. in your car again? Yeah. Charging your car. <laughs> it was plugged in. <laughs> well, I thought I had selected, I selected a lower charge rate, so it wouldn't pull as much, but I think it's still, I think we had extra people on a, on a circuit. Uh, so, but anyways. Um, we, we actually, it's funny that you brought that up, Fitz, because I will say that's something we talked to Kirk about. And I know Sparky was talking to another club member about, you know, things we could do for next year. And I heard Sparky saying it would be great if we had electronics you know, outlets kind of like they do for uh, RV plugins. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah that line on a separate circuit, so we could tap it directly into those. And they were actually talking about having RV spots 
you know, for future events. So that might might happen. We'll see. Yeah, um, it would be nice to have some extra power circuits for uh, people on the flight line. That would be a real nice touch. Yeah. But otherwise, it was it was nice. We had a good time. Uh, oh yeah. Some <laughs> the uh, dad joke hour was hilarious when we were all sitting around Sparky's. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think Steve started that. So we had we had some nice evenings where we just sat and talked. We had some good dinners. Uh, we brought in pizza, or uh, I brought in pizza for uh, Saturday night, which uh, I, I think we had too much left. I really thought everybody was going to eat it all. Um, yeah, I, you know, when I was driving home. I was like, man, I should have grabbed the pizza. <laughs> I forgot one. I, I, like, I would have grabbed one and taken it back, but I totally forgot. Maybe another club member grabbed it. Um, yeah. And I was, and I will say, uh, not to be critical, it was just, it wasn't as big a year as we would hoped for. I mean, with COVID kind of being gone and, and we made as many announcements as we could about this event, and I'm sure most people knew about it, but uh, not as many pilots uh, this year. So something I'm, I'm going to hopefully fix for next year because guys it's just too much fun to, to pass up so please put it on yeah. your calendar and join us next year we have a great I, time out there i counted 47 pilots yeah we've had more than that it's not bad but it just was kind of quiet i mean there have been there was a year we were like waiting in line to fly yeah this year was i mean granted yeah it was easy you just go up there and fly oh and by the way we did have a warbird um gaggle and i want to add that i brought the p47 um, cartoon kit that I got from Sparky last year. So I got to modify that and I flew that during the event. <laughs> so, you know, some people were bringing their big planes and I had the little cartoon B-47 flying around. Oh, nice. So thanks for Sparky. Those things fly great. They did. Yeah, I mean, once you get the hang of it and I had to, the CG was a little off on mine, so maybe it was a different battery that he used. Uh, but um, once I got some nose weight in there, it flew much better. Alright, All right, so that sounds like the end of best. Um, and we found all the different ways that Fitz is super duper lucky. So let's close things out with the opposite end of the spectrum with rainy cloud. <laughs> another Leeism. Well, uh, guys, if you've ever heard the joke about grammar saves lives, there's this awesome, like, I don't, I didn't pull it up, but it says, you know, uh, let's eat grandmother. And then let's eat, comma, grandmother. <laughs> I've seen other examples that are perhaps yeah, but this is one polite company. Grammar is important. And I will tell you my scenario, my joke. Um, again, I like to go on high bid and look for estate sales and stuff. And I came across uh, an item. Oh, I take it back. It, it was this little bad boy right here. Let me switch back to three view here. Yeah, give me that. Uh, so back right here is my new Cox PT19, new in box. It will be built. I have decided. So all of you said, keep it in a box. You, you've lost, <laughs> but it's sitting right there. I've already opened it up and I'm going to start putting it together. But in the estate sale for this, I've won two lots. And in this lot, there was an extra box of electric car locks. <laughs> I kid you not. The title what? of the said Cox PT-19. And then in the picture is this box of car locks. I sent it to Terry. And then on the other auction I won, there was a there were three boxes of flight, excuse me, three high-tech flight boxes that each had four brand new high-tech ball bearing servos in them. So it's a total of 12 brand new high-tech standard ball bearing servos. And that was the lot. It said high-tech servos. But also in that lot was this box of just wire. Okay. So I called them and said, look, I don't need the car locks. Okay. So I told them in lot number one, I don't need the car locks. You guys can have them. I just need the PT-19. 
And then I said, in the other lot, I don't need that big white cardboard box. All I need are the wires inside the box. And Terry's looking at me funny, but that's how I, I don't remember you saying it that way. That's I said, I didn't need the big white box. I just need the wires in that. Just throw that in the lot. That's what okay. I, I would. I, I just, I didn't read very carefully. So the way she read it was, I only need the old crappy wires in the box. I don't need, I don't need the high tech servos. That's the name of the lot. All the brand new servos in the brand new boxes. I just want the crappy wires and not the white box they came in. And so I get the PT-19 and a Ziploc of crappy wires. And I was just like, oh my God. And I looked at my email. I was like, I could see how you could possibly misunderstand me. I was like, I only needed the wires. But at the very end of that line, it says, just include it with everything else I won in that lot. And she missed it. And I called her up. She was on vacation or something. I called her the following week. They had thrown everything away. They threw the high-tech servos and they threw the wires away. And that's just like the wah, wah, wah moment for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm okay with it. You know, I'd like that other auction where I get my box and things are missing and they're, they're five fingered. I'm okay because for what I paid, I got a great deal on the PT-19 yeah. and it's a wash for me. And it's also a funny moment to share with you guys, but please be careful the next time you buy stuff and, you know, just tell them to ship. I mean, I think that's the key is the shipping costs today are outrageous. This cost me a lot of money. And I was like, I didn't need this. There's a huge white box. I was like, I don't need that. Just, you know, put the stuff into one little thing and they misread me. But uh, yeah, I learned from my mistakes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we all learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm I'm here to help. And that's why I was looking at you smugly, Fitz, because you had that great deal for 25 bucks and <laughs> my money went down the drain. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> all those brand new servos gone. That's it. That's my closing story. Thanks, thanks to everyone who has stayed on this long, especially to enjoy this guy's uh magic story of his plane. That was great. Yeah, I feel like I need him to rub my forehead or something for good luck. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, so are we going to wrap it up now? I think so. All right, well, I'll repeat what you said. Thanks to everybody who joined us tonight, and thanks to everybody who's listening afterwards. Um, we do appreciate everybody joining us, whether it's real time or after the fact. And again, I'll apologize for not being as interactive on the comments as we like to be. I think we just had too much to say and not enough time to say it. So we'll commit to being more uh, interactive next time. And I think there's more stuff going on, right? You guys have events coming up there. I'm not sure what's happening here, but I'll we'll, be on the lookout. We'll post stuff. So y'all make sure you tell Terry to do more live stuff. At events, but guys, we'll keep we'll keep putting content on our Facebook page, and hopefully, we'll start doing more of the live shows at least once a month to, to get you guys more involved. Yeah, we've said that before. Well, we're gonna say it again. Okay. You guys can keep us honest. Yeah. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com, where you can send us comments and suggestions, or listen to our other great podcasts where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.